0: Thank you for listening to Not Too Much Podcast. We have a special episode for you tonight. I am Bub. I'm Hope. And we've got... Well, why don't you guys just introduce yourselves? Well, I am Ryan Gurnett. And and I'm Dennis Reed Jr.
1: And uh, we host the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. On all
0: WNY So Hi, thank you for having us.
1: It's all, yeah. it's all about,
0: you know, talking about how hard it is to be a musician, I mean, here in Buffalo, but just in general.
1: Yeah, it's like, we talk about Buffalo, but I think the things we cover can be kind of universally assigned to, I mean, I, I was in the Albany music scene for a while, mm-hmm. and it's it's just as weird and absurd, and that's kind of what the whole point is, is being, the things you go through behind the scenes that people don't see are just weird, yep. bizarre, yep. sometimes they're really fun and great, and
2: sometimes they're just really horrible. Yeah, our, our tagline—we uh, like to summarize the show—is uh, the good, the bad, and funny of being a DIY musician in Western New York. So we're both long-suffering musicians. I've been playing around the Buffalo scene for uh, like 25 years, and before that, around like uh, Niagara Falls. And you've been out a while, right? 20, 25 years. Yeah. yeah. So, Lady the Lady or the Tiger. Yep. Yep. Uh, lady Tiger is the, wanna, tiger's the group wanna,
0: that we're both in. Do you want to talk about that or?
2: I mean, that's what you're
0: struggling with
2: currently. Yeah, yeah, sure. Our our <laughs> project is a is a good model for the struggle. Uh, as, <laughs> yeah, as any. Uh, we've been together about four years. We actually did get together um, on a Craigslist ad. Yeah. Um, Ryan had uh, just a just an adorable picture posted, and uh, his his uh, <laughs> stats and qualifications were on wait, there. Wait, did I have
1: a picture posted? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, there's a pic. I, yeah, definitely saw a picture of you early on on. Yeah, it was. Oh. And you were, yeah, you were rocking. It was some good stage shot of you. You were looking very energetic. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was looking for, um, you know, some some musicians, and you were looking for some musicians, so 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 we hooked up. We actually, on our most recent episode, uh, you know, we, we give Craigslist a lot, of, uh, a lot of shit for being a cesspool of um, misfiled ads and, you know, people being pervy and everything else. Um, but we actually did, uh, you know, ironically come together over Craigslist. Yeah, the whole band
1: did. Mm -hmm. And I I think one of the... Oh, yeah, that's true. One of the things that actually pushed me towards the podcast was that um, we auditioned seven drummers and 18 guitar players to get to the five-piece we were. And just, you go into these auditions, and you think that, like... A fifty-year-old guy comes into audition. You think he knows what he's doing? He, like one guy auditioned with his back to us. One guy came to the audition and said he wouldn't play one of the songs because it was psychedelic trash. One guy actually—he asked me—that was the best question I ever got. He Like it was a bad thing. What cor- <laughs> what chords and keys do you use? And I didn't even know like like all all, all of them. Yeah.
2: Like, no, was available. We're a fucking G
1: major band, and if you bring that F sharp minor bullshit, <laughs> yeah. Just get the fuck out. Yeah, just
2: take a walk with that E-flat diminished buddy. So, um, yeah,
1: so we, we kind of compiled people over time. And compiled these great stories, too. So yes. we would tell
2: every new member that came in the band about the previous <laughs> Craigslist, uh, you know, uh, fails before them so I think that was one of the things that got Ryan because it was Ryan's idea for the the podcast actually he had the idea to just tell crazy stories that you know we all have as musicians about the Buffalo scene like crazy things we've done on tour um, you know weird shit that we've had to eat because we were out of, out of money um, you oh, know yeah. things that we've hawked for equipment uh, you know people we've hawked for equipment <laughs> uh, you know just all the things that that happened to you in in that sort of lifestyle we thought it would be fun to interview local musicians hear their music, at the same time, you know, we yeah. ask everybody to play, like, uh, to bring at least a song, I want to up that in the next season to, sure. like, to like three songs, but, so we, we play, we try to shine the light on local musicians a little bit, and tell about some of the funny stuff that happened to them, and it's the kind of, Will, actually, our our, our shadow minion, uh, who, <laughs> who we'll properly introduce uh, later, um, he made the point that, uh, when he when he joined our podcast, that it was the kind of thing that he wished was around for, like, him, when he was just starting out as a musician, he's a musician as well, we've... Uh, shared bills, um, so that's one of the things we try to do too. We try to talk about like you know things to expect when you go in the studio, and mm-hmm. you know, and kind of band tips, all peppered with like some humor because we don't take it like too horribly seriously. You can't, you, you can't take it seriously. No, absolutely not. You will cry yourself to sleep. You will you will begin crying, and you will never stop. When when you say uh,
0: when you were talking about Craigslist, when you were saying that you interviewed or tried out a bunch of different guitarists and drummers, were any of them? In your band, and then you had to kick him out? Or is this just all just <laughs> trial... Oh, I got
1: this one. <laughs> all right. um, we had one guy, and he probably doesn't even have internet at his home, so I'll say his name. His name was Sam. And oh, oh, he showed Sam. up at my door looking like he was 60 going on, like, 90. Like, <laughs> like the thin, scraggled-out hair, yeah. and, like, missing teeth, yeah, and, kinda like...
2: kind of like, kinda like uh, Kid Rock after, like, uh, like, a nuclear waste accident.
1: Yeah, and, like, he, uh... He was just such a weird dude. So we mm-hmm. played with him for a couple months, and he, yeah, it got pretty serious. He 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 didn't like Dennis because uh, Dennis wanted him to not play loudly. And in a later Craigslist ad, when he was looking for a new group, uh, he said, none of that Barry Manilow bullshit. And yeah. I
0: think
2: that was a direct shot at that you. That was definitely a reference to me. So Barry Manilow's That loud. was shot over the bow. No, no, <laughs> no, no he, he, he thought that I was the strummer. I kept trying to admonish him and to sort of rein him in a little bit because he was just, you know, he didn't have a whole lot of dynamic. And the stuff we play is kind of like... You know, it's it's indie rock. We like a little bit of the soft to the loud, but not just all the loud. Like I could just I can still hear the fucking bell from his ride <laughs> in, in my in my dreams. So I admonished him, hey, you know, back off a little bit, buddy. Well, right. after all the shit went down, and that was a real comfortable phone call to make. By the way, to call oh, him to I blamed everything on to you to boot him. Yeah, you always do, and that's yeah. that's cool. <laughs> and I, I, I sort of I take that I take that responsibility. So, um, but but I, I but he uh, he was really not happy when I when I made that call. He was like very quiet. But in the next ad um we saw him looking for a drummer like whatever a week or looking for a band pardon me a week or two later and he says yeah none of that barry manilow stuff which we're 99 percent sure is referring to our music
1: so but so anyway um <laughs> he's in the band for two or three months and he says you know i always come out to you guys in chic waga why don't you come out to me and like, it was like lockport. Players, lockport yeah so we get out there and it's 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 kind of a dirty place. Yeah, it's like his
2: grandma's house. I think didn't he like just, just like get it from his mom or his grandma so. or something. It's like a really small it's kinda of cool. It's like an eighteen eighties like old cramped
1: And it first started Blackboard he gave home. us a tour of the house and he had a shotgun hanging over the bed in his bedroom and I believe Dennis asked him about it and he said it's the ones you can't see that you have to worry about, yeah. and that fucking freaked us out. And yep. then before the end of the night, <laughs> his dog like jumped on me, and I'm a dog person; I'm cool with it. Dogs jump. He literally he started punching his dog in the face. It was he, like he
2: threw, he threw a couple good shots right after. I the have like, like it was
0: nothing.
1: Wow. That's the kind of thing you hear about. I, I I never thought I'd have to see that. And like the whole car ride home, I like, I'm like I don't even want to fucking talk about it. So when we got home, I'm like, so yeah, he hit his dog. He's out of the band.
2: Yeah, yeah. To, to your credit, like you had a little time to reflect on it. You actually told me the next day. It was it like, Yeah, it was the next day you were like, hey, um, I want to talk to you about what happened <laughs> at, uh, at Sam's house last night. Um, that can't, we can't have that in the band, right? And I'm like, no, we kind of can't. Because I'm a huge uh, animal <laughs> lover, too, and, and I also am adverse to getting uh, shot in the face with shotguns yeah. or, or the ones I can't see. Which, which was why I blamed Dennis when we had to kick him
1: out, because he actually right. had to come to my house to get the drums. He didn't know where I lived. So any anytime I've had problems with people, which has happened more than once, like coming at me after an audition, being like, what, I'm not good enough for you? It's Dennis. It's always yeah. Dennis's fault. It's like, I'm so sorry. We auditioned 18 guitar players. Dennis is so picky. I thought you were Yeah, great. you were awesome,
2: dude. But <laughs> I don't know what that, yeah, just rubbed Dennis the wrong way. And that's okay. <laughs> Because there's some, you know, truth to that too. But yeah, so that was one of the things I think that inspired us to 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 do the podcast. And we're we're just finishing up our first season now, our first uh, collection of shows. We did, um, I think, seven. What eights. we have seven
1: out. And yeah, we eight. have
2: seven out right now. We have a, a eighth one that we're going to be releasing on allwmyradio.com, which actually features another Craigslist uh, alumnus, Joseph Ianello. Oh yeah, that yep. we 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 plucked from Craigslist.
0: I mean, I listened to the first six um interesting stuff honestly i'm not just saying thank you saying it just a brown nose Cool. Well, which would Appreciate work it. probably yeah,
1: yeah. it's it, it. No, no it's working great <laughs> i'm super <laughs> naive just tell me anything
2: <laughs>
0: well ryan you came earlier and we were talking a little bit and i and i pointed out your pocket vinyl episode yes. which i mean it was super interesting and i it led me to go rent the the movie on oh awesome on demand yeah. the
2: drive Play sleep yes yeah which, it was very cool which is their love letter to, to DIY touring yeah excellent film
1: yeah as far as like music documentaries like nothing has gotten it that per- I mean you don't see bands that small making documentaries like that usually it's like right. like the new Lady Gaga one that came out where it's her, her struggle with illness where she gets like a flare-up and someone stretches her and gives her a shot and then she's like <laughs> dancing in this desert for nine hours for a music video after that. Like, yeah, it's this hard is like, for us to relate to that. Exactly. So, yeah. it, it's nice having something that you can relate to and mm-hmm. kind of, because you can tell people all the stories you want, but until you really see it, you don't, I don't think you fully understand it. Yeah,
2: they've like walked through a cheap hotel room uh, yeah. with oh. the camera. And it actually, even worse than that, that was actually one of the more luxurious moments. <laughs> for, for, for the most part, they're like cramped, they're like Tetrised into this, like whatever the car is, whatever that model is um and you know there's sleeping that broke bags. down in the middle of the yeah movie. exactly they had to replace <laughs> but there's like you know instruments wedged with you know baskets of laundry wedged with merch and you know and then to actually see those things on screen i think brings it home but yeah. that, that that was definitely one of our, our favorite ones they're they're going to be um playing soon too actually. i was just gonna say back. let's yep. I was gonna say let's not
0: forget that they are coming and this this will this episode will be out Tomorrow. Oh yeah, it
2: doesn't take you two weeks to no. get about like I, I, it does I, for us. I mean,
0: <laughs> I don't work a lot, so I <laughs> that helps. I have time. It does. <laughs> so say, this Saturday? If yep. You're, yep. January twenty seventh.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know where the address yeah. is. It's a it's a house party. I think. Yeah. Oh, um, that's Plymouth. It's Plymouth. Oh, is that where it is? I don't yeah. I not know that. i sure. No, but but uh, I'm sure for sure if you just is. if you go into if you go into your Google machine and you just uh, <laughs> type in pocket vinyl, they're the only thing listed under pocket vinyl. So if you're looking for more information, just Google pocket vinyl and Buffalo. Um, and or, uh, you can I'm just you can find their Facebook page and their mm-hmm. events. But uh, Eric plays piano and sings like Ben Foldsy kind of music, mm-hmm. and Elizabeth paints these really interesting, colorful. Yeah. Almost some of them are almost like psychedelic, and there's robots in some,
2: and, and I mean there's just yeah. It, but there's there's definitely like an element of like folksy um imagery to it too where it's yeah. all kind of like you know like sort of cartoony animals and not folks in a negative way i don't mean that at all i mean like in a sort of nice like reassuring kind of pleasant like beautiful yeah. way like and, and she comes up with some really cool concepts with this, and she does them on stage um every night that they play she just sits there and paints a brand new painting for hmm. people it's like part of the show
0: yeah like I, i'm not sure if it would be obvious to everyone when we say paint we're not we're not talking about musically painting a picture we're talking no, about right. literally she paints painting yeah, a painting that's artworks. what i pictured see brushes real no i
3: pictured the literal painting oh okay. well, did you uh, know uh, yeah it
0: was pin- well, whatever I, I mean it's cool and they what they, they auction it off at the end exactly yeah i mean i mean and that seems one to of be the how kind. they
1: make like a good chunk of their money and it's i mean brilliant cuz i mean the, you're not getting paid at the venues mm-hmm. like you need merchandise if you're going to make money and if you can sell one piece of merchandise for
2: you know, a couple hundred dollars, like, you're doing real well for yourself. Yeah, and they were touring, too, keep in mind. You know, they were... So they had to, like, raise money for combos. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I remember one
0: time... I don't know if you ever heard of the band the Lawrence Arms. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Um, X... Oh, we, we were punk guys back in the day. Like, uh, do you remember Slapstick, the ska punk band? Mm-hmm. I remember... Scary, I remember <laughs> Scary Kids this,
2: with those stickers on there. Their singer and jo- yeah.
0: create, or, uh, started Lawrence Arms right after that. And this, like... Oh, X X Slapstick. I'll go to the show cuz i yeah. I've never heard of Lawrence Arms, but whatever. I went to see it, and it was cool and I bought one of their CDs and he literally told me that that that's buying him gas. Like, oh yeah. It's like, yeah. "Oh, it makes great. a difference. We can, we can eat tonight, you know, like." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was they were just starting out. I mean,
2: yeah, and, and and bands have to do that, and so, you know, that's one of the things we, we talk about. Now, this next season, I'm, I, we've got a couple people booked so far, but we're, we really try to talk to, like, all different genres of music in the Buffalo music scene. You know, we've had, like, rap artists on, we've had rock and roll, we've had indie, we've had... Prog rock. We've had prog rock, that's right, Charles Quigg, uh, Liana, we had on. Um, we've had, like, sort of sunny garage, lo-fi, indie stuff uh, with Blake Cooper. So we try to get, like, every, every all of that, you know, every little, every genre... And also, you know, a lot of different, like, levels, too. So, like, we're going to, I mean, like, different roles on the scene. So we mm-hmm. have mostly musicians, but we're going to be having... Um we can make the announcement uh, of the outer yeah ken rakowski yeah. from outer limits uh, recording studio we're going to be uh, talking to about yes. some of the bands that he's worked with and just like you know his perspective on on the buffalo music scene and and maybe Very some cool. advice for people going into the studio who are who are looking to and he's done some cool recording too ken oh, yeah. he's he's done well at least according to his website well he's done Eminem mm-hmm. i suppose which i really you know we got to hear about that oh absolutely uh, so we'll talk to him about that and there was some other like string of like numbers and letters and shit that I didn't know. D twelve, I think. Old. I think it was D twelve, which is Eminem's,
1: uh, like Eminem's protege. It's not a nerve agent. <laughs> 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 Could be too. Could yeah, be where we'll he got just it from. Say it isn't. Sure. That'd be a great name. So, and so. more importantly, Ken recorded
2: an album for me when I was. <laughs> Most importantly, flopped? top of his resume. <laughs> Fourteen or fifteen, I think. Uh, you, you should really ask him if. You know, I, 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 that out. I just want to oh, see... Oh, really? When you were a young tot? So, oh, yeah. No, yeah, no
1: the f- first recording I ever did was at Outer Limits. And, mm. like, i would seen the studio. It's huge now. But, like, oh, cool. it was in the basement of his apartment. It was, like, three sound isolation rooms. Like and, here. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Three sound isolation... <laughs> like, three isolation rooms and a control room. And that was it. And it was... All right. Small, low ceilings. And just to see... Like, when I came... I was in Albany for five or six years. And I actually got a degree... Uh, that ha- lets lets me do audio engineering, and I applied there, and I looked at that what well, that the way that studio is now, and it's incredible, like how they've expanded, oh, is yeah,
2: blossomed, yeah, that's cool. So we're gonna we're gonna talk to him, and I don't know, you know, I'm, I want to shoot for some uh, some some uh, big guests too, if we can get some, you know, some folks that are are uh, more notable on the on the music scene, why not, you know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Try anyone that.
2: anyone wants to come and talk? Yeah, yeah, come come on by. Well, I know... I check out our
0: Facebook page. I don't know if, if, you're, if you've ever heard of the uh, Rockabilly band, the Blue Ribbon Bastards. Mm-mm. Yeah. The, uh, the, ba- the... The
2: reference to Paps Blue Ribbon, I presume. Uh, yeah. Okay. The
0: bassist is one of my good friends, and I, I can't promise that they'd be on, but I bet I could arrange... Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Not, ...an interview with a Rockabilly Buffalo band.
1: Tell them to check out the
0: Facebook page and
1: contact <laughs> us, and that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. It's nice. They, for, they sound like fun. Just the name sounds like fun. So. <laughs> for, for for the first season, I had to like send out surveys and like, who wants to be on the show? And I thought I was gonna be like sorting through like thirty responses <laughs> and all these. And it was like, okay, we have people. That's great. We have people. But now that we kind of have uh, established ourselves a little bit, mm-hmm. like getting getting to, to some, maybe some of the the bigger names and people who are returning your
2: emails who weren't before is uh yeah. Really well, because nice. you're you're basically in the first season. I mean, I don't know where where do you guys get most of your guests from. Honestly, we, we've had probably about a half dozen guests. Okay. So. Usually it's just, like, more of a format you guys. I listen yeah. to a couple of the yeah, podcasts. Yeah, usually
0: it's just us three, and the third guy's not here, but the yeah. three of us just kind of hanging out and talking. Okay. So, I Yeah, here. well,
2: the, the first season, you know, so we're just, like, you know, uh, Ryan's just, like, basically cold calling people, like, contact. We didn't have any, mm-hmm. like, Facebook page. or wasn't, like, a, you know, trying to get people to come on. So, hopefully, you know, with, with uh, you know, yeah. appearing with – you guys and putting some work into this and shit and having some of the episodes out and something to show for it more. You know we'll get some more signups. How's that? We have another uh, public outreach thing going on right now. Oh yeah. Uh, we have a, a, a survey up on um, a, on a SurveyMonkey page. I did one. That we're, did oh, you nice. fill it out for us. Okay. Uh, I was so, actually
0: going to ask you about that,
2: but go ahead. Keep yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, Ryan, do you want to do want to talk <laughs> about it about the survey? I just. Uh, we're gonna. We're. God.
1: We're, I. I love complaining about the Buffalo music The survey says, "Yeah, yeah. so we, uh, we're doing a family feud style survey with ten questions, and we're just on a future podcast." Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna put together maybe two different podcasts. We're gonna just play a game oh, yeah. where we team up, match up Dennis against maybe Will. I don't know. <laughs> I have, well, I've,
2: maybe we can get bands to do
1: it. That'd be cool too. That'd be cool. So you know, we're just gonna. So we I've got super fun questions. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten about fifty reviews. Uh, fifty oh, cool. survey things already responses. I meant, nice. and um, you know, worst venue, worst local trend, what cover song <laughs> do you never want to hear again? I can't,
2: I think that's an awesome one. I can't wait to see the results from that. There's the, the, like, I, what are you most likely to leave behind at a gig? We don't want to give them all away because we want to yeah. tease and let people get out. So, there and if see
1: anyone it. wants to do it, just you know, you check out our Facebook page, which is Facebook.com/backslash The Struggle Is Real Podcast. It's posted up there a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be probably open for maybe another month. Yeah, so yeah, we're around fifty responses. I'm hoping we can get a hundred, but yeah, I think that's what they usually have. In yeah, the, you know, <laughs> and
2: then it'll it'll be super fun because on, on a future episode we're gonna. Have some people on, like Ryan was saying, and do a whole family feud and be like, you know, we asked a (laughs) hundred Western New York musicians, uh, (laughs) what song, what covers, you know, what's your, what's the most disturbing trend in local music right now? And then, you know, we'll aggregate those and get those out there. So it'll be a fun, like learning exercise about like the Buffalo scene too, like seeing what people are really thinking.
0: Well, the first, the first question I believe was the venue one, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I ended, I mean, I don't know if it doesn't matter, right? So I I ended up putting show place. Oh. But like I mean it doesn't even it's not even open now but like I don't know I don't think there is a bad one is there? Or maybe I just don't go to shows at the bad ones cuz I, I go to shows I like all of them.
2: They're all bad.
0: <laughs> well, I mean as a musician, okay. Be I, I I'm I'm talking as a uh,
2: a as concert a, a concert goer, yeah, yeah. so I I, mean.
1: I usually wouldn't say anything bad about a place. <laughs> but And we won't no, we're going to let
0: the public
2: speak. We love um, all the place i mean i guess well, i was that, that might, is a good hold, point. hold on a second that us. is
0: a good point i was talking i was taking that question as like a goer a concert that's goer, a, and that's okay it can be either way
2: we all experience the same scene, right, I right. think, you know one way or
0: another so
1: but uh Tudor lounge we played there <laughs> ryan will name names <laughs> i will name oh god i i won't away. i won't play there again the the bathroom it was just it was Lord of the Flies in there. It was just bugs. That's pretty everywhere. much the complaint
0: with Showplace.
1: And, yeah. and well, yeah. Showplace and Dennis and I talked about this. Yeah. Showplace had yeah. I always said the toilet looked like someone took a burrito and just threw it in the toilet, <laughs> and that that toilet was always. And
2: Dennis actually described almost the exact same scene. Right, like independently, like we didn't even know each other. This was when my band uh, Middleman played there, mm-hmm. and I used to write outrageous and libelous and possibly legally actionable things on my website every you know gig (laughs) that we played about like the venues we played and the bands we played with we actually made a game show out of it uh, on one of our episodes real not real but yeah you know if you if you can remember the showplace theater bathroom I mean remember there was that long Descent. I feel before like it
1: was you, like 30 stairs. That long descent yeah.
2: before you even got to it. So you had like every step to prepare that was like your soul <laughs> that was like for it. two doom. levels down. Yeah. It, it was a long, lonely climb down there. You had a lot of, I had many an existential crisis on the way to that bathroom. It's so funny too because one of, like a
0: lot of my favorite shows were at Show Place. Oh, yeah. Even though it was such a shithole. I got to say, and you know,
2: it, it. I mean, it was, you know, maybe a little underfunded, possibly, you know, mm-hmm. a little rough around the edges. I don't know what kind of, you know, uh, Money was flowing into there, but I will say, like at the time that I started playing there, it was pretty exciting because at least our shit was off the floor. Oh yeah, and we were like oh. up on a stage, and mm-hmm. they actually had like a separate monitor mix. I'm like, whoa, fucking yeah. That
1: hello. That, that was in my opinion. I don't know if any place hello, pizza, big time best <laughs> best stage in Buffalo. Just like yeah, I, was, I had an, an eight fun. person band in high school, and like we could fit like with room. Whereas like we're used to playing at like stamps, I like got where... the loss.
2: I was like, I was like, T J, where are you, T J? When I was up on that stage, which is kind of a cool experience. So you know, uh, to your point, you know, is there a bad venue? Well, it's subjective. You know, Tudor lounge, there's good and bad. But the tutor lounge at everywhere. It was oh, go. the
1: bathroom was so like we we couldn't go in there and pee. Like I
2: think the tutor lounge has cool neon. Oh, I would well, say that cool good. neon,
3: shitty bathrooms.
2: Yeah. Well, they had... You um, never expect a good bathroom at any place, so... That's true. <laughs> that's,
1: but, but when it's noticeably bad, yeah. when it's even below the bar you set, like... <laughs> well, on... they,
2: had, they had, like, some, um, like, fucking Quaker remedy for piss smell in the bathroom. <laughs> they had, like, these cups with, like, honey in them and, like, some sort of, like... It was some sort of, like like, you know, Amish... Um, fruit fly catcher contraption. Like, I'd never <laughs> seen the likes of this thing in there.
1: He thinks it was a fruit... F- I, I, it l- just looked like... It looked like in the rest was? of... I thought it was just a, a glass of piss, to be no, honest. No, no. It was, it was,
2: <laughs> this, this was a prepared um, device. This was some crude technology in an attempt at... What I'm assuming was, because there was fruit flies everywhere, I mean, oh, I, I don't know what else God. it could have been, but it was a, uh, a short styrofoam cup and there was some saran wrap on it and there was yep. a rubber band wrapped around it and there was like some sort of like honey or some sort of deterrent, which I guess I don't know what it would do sitting there by the urinal, just for the fruit fly to yeah. land on your peen. Hmm. I'm not sure why. The fruit what, flies what the leave
1: friggin- the stall and go to the urinal, So Yeah.
2: No uh, well no, I guess the idea is it's like fly paper, right? Like they get stuck in the honey. I guess that's what it's supposed to be. It was not working. It's a literal honey pot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it it barely worked. <laughs> But they you know, uh there's there's like you said, the, the the if you look at the bathrooms anywhere, it's uh in in a bar, you're, you're gonna be in rough shape. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, although Mohawk they got rid of that weird fucking oh, perpendicular set setup thing. I haven't, I haven't they,
3: been there since that's gone. <laughs> it's
0: like the the urinals literally faced each other like on the corner. Yeah. And you'd you'd have you have pretty to pretty much be touching them. the person peeing if you're both doing <laughs> yeah. it. It would never work. you'd you, always be one or the other. You're you touching know? butts. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so they've two yeah.
3: two bathrooms in there now? They, they no, I improved. think they
0: just kind of
2: shifted them. Yeah, I mean, they've got
3: space mm-hmm. in there now. Like at least like weird. with the men's. Was weird.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. No, they've they've made some decent improvements there. Yeah, I've been to a few
2: my shows places. there lately. And That's a nice place. Yeah, I mean, nice. It's it's, it's coo- a good it's a good It's, rock, it's cool. Yeah, it's great rock. I, like, I, like that I was looking at their. Uh, I was actually trolling their their calendar today just to try to get ideas for uh songs to play at our podcast because they have like a lot of cool like local bands coming there you know they're they're just a good venue to to look at for the kind of music we like dude if
1: you're ever looking for that stuff i i write reviews for all the wny radio i have a list of like local cool
0: concerts coming Mm -hmm. so if you ever if
1: you're ever looking for stuff let me know did you go to
0: mohawk last tuesday what was last tuesday i don't know who played i know my friend's band no prevail played though and i was supposed Mm. to go and i didn't go
1: no, I haven't I've haven't been to anything to review it since uh, mm-hmm. the beginning of De- December. I it's not a paying gig, so it kinda I'm just <laughs> the nights I can make it and the nights I can get in for free, I yeah. will be happy to review I, it. I, I'm the
0: worst scene star, dude. I I used
2: to go to shows all the time, but you, I, you ever have a zine? No.
1: No. Dennis, did you have a zine? No. You seem like a zine kind of guy. Uh, yeah, I,
2: I'm kind of envious that people do have zines. I think it's probably... Why it Is looms, that still a thing? It's large. I, <laughs> I think... Th- I know, zine I know, people are podcast
0: people now, right? I know. I think you, you might be honest on <laughs> something
2: there. I, kn- I know there's still, like, some um, really artsy types who do. Like, people who are into, like, print and, like, traditional media. Like, it's almost like that throwback yeah. kind of, you know, thing. Like, people who screen print their own comics. I, I went to a thing at Sugar City a couple months ago, and there were folks still doing, like, zines. Like, you know... Um, Cut and paste yeah. style, like like just like they did it on the copier. So it's still there, I'm sure. Yeah, it doesn't flourish the way it used to with all the all the media advances. I don't if they pair. ever flourished? Yeah, well, <laughs> the way they used to, to the extent that they flourished at all, sure. I was gonna ask you
0: about the name of your band, but then I, I googled it and I figured it out. But do you want to <laughs> do
2: you want to explain it? It's it's actually really cool. Yeah, sure. Uh, the Lady or the Tiger is a longs long story short novella um from the frank r stockton it was uh, perhaps 1860 i was an english major uh, if, if you can't tell in college um <laughs> and it was anthologized pretty widely in, in high school textbooks that's where i encountered it actually and uh i always loved it you know it's a it's a great tale um in a nutshell there is a princess who falls in love with a commoner and the um king catches wind of this and she says no way you can't marry a commoner so the um princess is, is heartbroken and uh and, and the king says you know not only will you not she's, he's like let me let me do this i will um give you a fighting chance you know she says to the, or the king says to the commoner that he's uh he's pissed at him, so i'll give you a fighting chance instead of just like killing you or banishing you from the kingdom or whatever I'm gonna set up two doors, and behind one door there's gonna be a beautiful, ravishing lady that's not gonna be my daughter, uh, and <laughs> and the, behind the other door there's gonna be a super hungry tiger, and you get to pick uh, the door, so you kind of choose your own fate. You know, we'll we'll put it in God's hands, basically. You know, like he because he doesn't want his daughter very, you know, the princess very angry with him for killing her uh, lover. So the guy's like, great. Um, so the princess figures out, hey, I can, you know. By way of talking to the servants, figure out which door has the lion and which, or the tiger, I mean, and which one has the the beautiful lady. So comes the day, the whole you know town is assembled. Everybody's watching for the guy to choose the door. He looks over at the princess. She gives a, she points to you know, door number two. She points door number two. Mm-hmm. So the guy's like, okay, door number two. I'm good. And then at that point, Frank Stockton, the author, stops the story and says. Well, I'm not gonna tell you how it ends, basically, um, but you have to decide if, because this is a very jealous princess, so you have to decide if um, the princess could really live with saving her ex-lover's life and watch him go off happy with another woman, or if she was so you know horrible and, and, and jealous inside that she would rather him eaten than, than, uh then live happily ever after, and then mm. he stops it right there. So that's where the the band's name came from. And jeez, bra- r- r- we racked our brains so bad trying to oh. come up with a name. Man- I hate coming up with band that's, names. Yeah, coming mm. up with band names. the, is word, the Everybody word. seems to have a fucking cool band name though. I look at all these like shows and everything. There's, like, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a ba- lot of Erasmus and the. There, there's oh, a lot awesome. of bad, bad band names. Yeah, there are. I don't know. I think <laughs> I just have like band. I think I have band name envy. Oh yeah, you, abs- you do absolutely. Yeah. No. But we went through like a shit ton and finally like out of this like reams of paper that I had with all these names that were all well, horrible, right? I did like do that one. I love the name. Yeah, just, love the name. yeah me just too. Just
0: coming up with a damn podcast. Yeah. title took us a really long time i
2: like not too much what, what's the story behind well, that because well, you want me to tell you my interpretation I hear, okay sure i i hear of it like it's almost like your recipe for an entertaining show like 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 i picture like an italian grandma like but not too much <laughs> uh, you know like, like pitching some salt into something like uh <laughs> like
0: if if we were to talk about it now we'd pretend like we thought of it and was like oh yeah we it's because we don't covered too a subject too long or anything you know we just keep going mm-hmm. with it and not too much no it's just from this guy that we used to encounter at the liquor store that me and my other the other guy we used to work at mm-hmm. and if you said how's it going or no, no, no what's going on to this guy mm-hmm. he's like this guy comes in more than twice a day just to get a pint of liquor a pint of vodka oh wow so yeah he's story, he's a drunk story yeah. <laughs> so if you but he's so automatic because he comes in all the time. What color is Are his eyes? <laughs> that I don't know. Okay. But uh, if you just say what's going on, he'd say,
4: "Oh, not
0: too
2: much."
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it would, That's great. Depending yeah. on how drunk he was, it would
2: be more ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> can you get a Can you get a drop of him for the for the Ooh. show? That would be great if you could record them. And... Oh, we did. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. There, there I, don't know, some, I don't know yeah. if you, you
0: said you listened to any yeah. of the episodes. Yeah, any I, of those theme songs I make at the beginning, yeah, that's, yeah. that's actually him.
2: Oh, that's him. That's wow, him. I that's thought it was like, saying... from some old movie or something. No, no, right? no it's no, just okay. him going, oh, That's the yeah. much. So, cool. so w- wait a second.
1: When, <laughs> when I search for you guys on Facebook for the podcast, there's uh-huh. a weird picture of a dude on there. Is that him? That's him. Oh, that's so great. I was wondering what the hell it was.
0: Yeah, we took video one time.
1: That's fantastic.
0: <laughs> cool. But yeah, we were just—we were going to be the not-too-much guys, and then it just transformed into not-too-much.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. So is he like on a fixed income? What do we know about this guy? We have
0: no idea what this okay. guy is. He wears the same blue sweatsuit every day. Yeah. Greased back hair, Coke bottle glasses. How old is that guy? We determined he wasn't that old. He he looks like he's like about to die. Well, oh, that's
3: the that, pint of day. Yeah. yeah, that's two trips to the liquor I think we there. found yeah, yeah. out he's
0: like... Like early forties, <laughs>
4: it's
3: like forty two. You saw the picture; he looks way old. Oh yeah, yeah. I
1: thought it was like Wesley Willis, like he died. <laughs> yeah.
0: What liquor store is this? Uh, it's in Dunkirk. Oh, my okay. dad, my dad actually you, owns a liquor right. store. You guys yeah. are just
1: blowing an opportunity to have him on as a guest. Oh, we should. I want to yeah, know God. all, all about this guy now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Can I come back when that happens? <laughs> can we come back? Dude, we'll have him on our podcast, We'll just, we'll just yeah, set, totally.
0: set this little setup into the back room of the liquor store. Be like, hey, because he, you know, he's going to come in every day. Be like, yeah. one of these times. Just be like, see if you can get him back there. And...
1: <laughs> Offer him a bottle of vodka. Yeah. <laughs> does, does he play Talk any... in front of this mic for 30 minutes. <laughs> Here's some booze. Does he play any in- instruments?
0: Gonna,
2: <laughs> yeah. The sound I mean, guy? The struggle is real. He's half qualified to be a drummer. He just said right. he
1: was on the theme song. So yeah. technically,
0: well,
2: yeah, yeah. he is a musician. a musician. We could ask him about his experience well, in the studio. This is what I do with the
0: theme songs. <laughs> I just insert him into songs that already exist mm-hmm. and I try and do a different one every every episode. sometimes oh, I repeat great. them but
1: yeah, awesome
0: <laughs> so I mean if you ever want to just like look look at um all the the theme songs I've done, I set it up on the podcast or on the website mm-hmm. that I just put all the mp3s in there so. oh i'm absolutely checking that out yeah. oh cool yeah <laughs> so where, where'd awesome.
2: your audio engineering sort of background come from did you just sort of like get interested in like gadgets and electronics and i just or was it I'm through dec- podcasting i'm just
0: just decent with computers like i don't i don't have any kind of background Mm-hmm. so yeah
2: was it through podcasting i mean because you know it's, it's it's not nothing to work as xenix 1204
0: uh, I Honestly, Dave, the other guy, is usually the guy that sits here and okay. messes with this thing. And he actually has a little bit of background recording stuff. Mm-hmm. He recorded my old band sh- uh, demo. And when I say I have an old band, it was only for two years. It was when I was, like, 20. Like, it's not. I'm yeah, not a yeah. musician. They played <laughs> we played in Dunkirk. We played in Dunkirk a few times. And one time at the Continental in Buffalo. That was our only, sh- <laughs> our only show on. up there. Rest in peace. Awesome. We got paid $50. Yeah.
2: Oh, nice. Came out in the one positive, though. Yeah.
0: We, we, we ate at Denny's on the way home with $50. <laughs> it's
2: the only place to stop on the way after the show.
0: <laughs> hey. but, but, yeah, that's, I mean... was great
2: to get to the Continental, though. That was uh, a uh, legendary... It was cool. Yes. Well, I liked idea. it. I,
0: I had never been there before, and not since, obviously. Now it's, yeah. That goth
2: uh, dance club on the second floor <laughs> was just... I went up there one time. Like I was like finding my alternative identity, I think, when I was like 21, and I, and I went up there one time and, like, tried to mix with, like, the people who were, like, all into, like, the Smiths and the Cure and stuff. And I just ended up, like, it was supposed to be, like, a dance party. And it was, like, the most, like, like isolating, like, alienating experience. Like, I just went up there and and everybody's, like, there's mirrors everywhere. And I'm just, like, standing in front of a mirror and, like, hi. Like, I didn't know how to, like, go <laughs> up to a girl or anything. But in a way, it was also, like, the quintessential, like, you know, Smiths experience. What,
0: we what actually... place? Because
2: we were all, like, you know, lonely and bottled one up second. and brooding.
0: I was just—I was gonna bring up a time we went to this uh, bar in Dunkirk that's like just like every patron is black. Like I'm not like trying to say bad things about it, but like white people don't go in there. I don't know they, why the fell—Big Daddy's Lounge. Why the fuck we even went in there? <laughs> it was so weird. Big Daddy's Lounge. Big Daddy's Lounge. <laughs> it was this weird place where there was a bar that wasn't as populated as the back like dance floor it's part. Tiny. So like the bar part was uh, not as awkward as going back back there i was like holy shit we it don't belong super, here it was
3: super long just long and narrow and it got worse as you went down
0: we do not belong here
3: <laughs> but was everybody nice everybody get oh yeah i time? mean no yeah
0: no i mean There's well no, they, like, we just
3: make 10 bucks
0: yeah we were yeah. just ignored
2: basically which right. is fine whatever probably <laughs> what you experienced up there yeah, pretty much. But everybody was ignoring each other, though. Yeah, so that, that was kind of the weird thing about it. Everybody was in their own little cell.
1: I, I was. I would always be there with. I only played there on tour. I never actually played there when I lived in Buffalo. Oh. But you could call the Continental and be like, "I have a band. Can we play?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure. We don't have anything going on."
0: I
2: have a band. Sixty bucks.
0: So. Um, oh, you got sixty shit.
1: <laughs> every time we'd bring an out of well town band, all the out of town bands wanted to see was the the, the club upstairs, the right. dance club. Mm. And we went up there, and they did Smith's and Cure, some Stabbing Westward. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I just want to see if I can do this. And a I went up. In mode. I, I, stabbing, I, westward. <laughs> stabbing Westward. Stabbing Westward is sick, dude. Fucking, I love those guys. <laughs> I have their CD, and, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and I went up to the DJ, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to see what happens. And I requested Rock Lobster, <laughs> and he fucking played it. Yeah, it and good. all oh, the cops
3: were really? getting down to Rock Lobster. Yeah, that's a it was a good was,
2: song. Oh, it's a great song. Totally. That's a, that's that's an experience. That's, oh, it's uh, so awesome! Down, <laughs> guy's out of his mind.
0: So Ryan, when me and you texted a little bit, um, I kept pushing the time back, and you and I go, "Well, just treat it like one of those really late starting gigs." <laughs> and you made the joke, you know. Uh, well, yeah, but I usually get paid for those, and then yeah, I guess <laughs> I don't really get paid for those. So do you want to talk about
2: that? Like, I mean, do you ever make money when you play, or? Not so much. And, you know, at, at this level, too, the money that we do make, I basically vacuum up usually. Like, you guys don't see any of that money. Nope, and, no, and I, It's I, not
0: like a here-go, here-go, here-go. It's no. usually,
2: no, it's usually, like, I mean, if, if people are broke and, like, they come to me and are like, hey, um, can we just, like, divvy up the money? I'll be like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'll hand everybody, you know, seven bucks. But but, <laughs> but generally, usually, yeah. yeah, but generally we're getting, like, you know, uh, geez. I mean, some nights it can be really bad. Some nights it can be... Uh, nothing if nobody comes oh, out. Absolutely. Be, it could be nothing. It can be $15. It can be $40. But what we do, you know, thankfully, we're not on tour, and we're not, like, you know, pitching in for the combo fund. Right. So we can use that money to um, fund recordings, to fund, uh, like, I printed up T-shirts. I learned screen printing a couple months ago. And uh, and we had like a little pot of about three hundred bucks, like in the band fund. And I actually do publish a web page with a transaction table of all the numbers and everything, which I've given you guys oh, before. I have never looked at that. Yeah, it's lazytiger <laughs> <ladies-taker.com. laughs> Oh, I, that's cool. I didn't think you would. But I mean, I check I it, it constantly <laughs> to make sure I'm holding you accountable. Like the, that wasn't the interest rate you promised. Variable interest rate, dude. Variable. No, like, oh, I got fucking two words for you: variable interest. When <laughs>
1: we when we first started doing shows, my motto was like, if I can get dinner and just go out and not have to worry mm-hmm. about dinner. I'm cool. And yeah, then that's pretty cool. after about 6 months, it was
0: like, I guess I'm not getting dinner either.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're I I took your dinner. <laughs>
0: so, okay. So, the one experience I I had, like I said, I was the only show I played that wasn't just the VFW or, you know, whatever.
2: The Continental show. Was the Continental.
0: Mm-hmm. And they told us, you know, however many people are playing while while you're playing is how much you're going to get. Is that usually how it goes? Like, it depends on how many people are there, or... I mean, I'm sure there's different and ways. There's all, yeah,
2: there's all different formulas. Sometimes you get a, uh, uh, you know, just a flat sum. Sometimes you get a flat sum and a portion of the door. Sometimes you get the whole door. Every place is different. It's kind of curious, like, how non-standardized it like is. Like,
0: when you have a flat sum, which mm-hmm. obviously is probably the most preferable. But the cover band
2: it's easier to get the flat sums and the bigger money. You know, we this is in the context of us being uh, an original band that mm-hmm. it's, you know, they just don't command the same dollar that the cover mm-hmm. bands do. Like people want to hear yeah. Jimmy Buffett, you know. <laughs> but what I was here their fucking Yeah, what I was going to say
0: though, if you do somehow get a flat sum, mm-hmm. Would there be ever a time where you get more if
2: you if you if the place is rocking, yes. or is it just oh yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that's happened sometimes. The bartender will tip us. Sometimes um, uh, they'll just the you know the owner whoever it is they'll be like oh you know this was awesome I made a shit ton of money tonight here's an yeah. extra seventy five bucks here's an extra one hundred and fifty bucks. It because, certainly yeah.
0: happens. I, I, well, it's it, oh, go ahead. I, I think
1: <laughs> part of that is is when people actually come for an original band. I think they, they want to retain them. Yeah. So I think that's where a lot of the overages come from, is they want you to come back.
2: Yeah, oh, I'm sure, and I'm sure.
1: Yeah, you don't get that a lot. Although
2: I don't know if that's ever happened in the original band with me, I'm trying to think. Because <laughs> like I played a lot of cover bands. I played in a Grateful Dead cover band for like 20-something years. I played in a Neil Young cover band right now that's like uh, that, that's really sweet called Zuma. Um, well, and... you guys you guys seem to have disdain about cover bands. Uh, I, when, when I listen to your podcast, I'm self-loathing. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, that's <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> that's I'm a self-loathing. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> is, yeah. I, I honestly I'm a self-loathing hypocrite. What's your point? What's your <laughs> no, <laughs> I have no point. Really. <laughs> for me, it's
1: it's generally fun to be in a cover band, but exactly. I can't stand to watch cover. That, I, I that's decide. a fine distinction here. I, I think the same thing about jam bands. Being in a jam band is fantastic, but actually right. having to sit through and just watch, you know, musical masturbation for yeah. a couple hours—it's—it's. It's, I I don't see the appeal. To it all.
2: Plus, I will say this in in my in my defense, Your Honor, um, the 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 cover bands that I play in, of course, you know, I think that we're culling the most, you know. The coolest music and right. we're not out there just like doing like top 40 and stuff you know we're doing like nine minute versions of cortez the killer and like shit that i kind of just like to. so you bring your own flavor behind. bring bring my own flavor and also do the stuff that i think like always had a a, a social a social message and that was musically advanced and like to me like I, I really feel that the music i choose to play like i'm i'm paying tribute to it like i i adore uh you know neil young i mm-hmm. i really like the stuff that i used to play in some some of my other bands um so yeah, so I so I to me I see a distinction between that and like folks who are like, All right, everybody's working for the weekend on four, you know. Yeah. I mean there's, a, there, there's taking care of business. There's, there's, but there's, there's a people, place for that. But you know? There's people I mean, who dig that though too. Yeah. You know, I like to uh we, we definitely uh we, we definitely kid the cover bands because uh, you know, they're they're mostly made out of uh police assholes and we also police uh, ask yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean yeah. like cops that play in yeah, the music yeah there's a lot of cops and cover bands oh yeah huh. yeah yeah 80% hmm. no <laughs> i, I mean, never knew uh, that i looked it up on the internet <laughs> no, but, but we also like to uh to kid drummers uh that's like a recurring theme on our podcast i was going to bring that up but okay yeah I'm sorry i'm like a, no no I'm no and i'm just
0: saying like i noticed it is yeah, what i'm yeah. saying
2: um, but no, no, we you know It was one of the questions. Just, just oh yeah, what's the, the worst survey thing about questions. drummers? Yeah, just,
0: yeah. Just, just
1: because they're stupid. What was the no survey question? question? The survey what's question the is th- what is the worst thing about drummers? And <laughs> one ca- guy, one person who answered, who responded to the survey just answered with some guy's name. It's like, what, <laughs> what's the worst thing about drummers? And it just said John usual and I have
2: <laughs> no idea who that is. But I wonder if it'll be statistically significant in the yeah,
0: yeah, like uh, like, like, uh, like that episode of It's Always Sunny when they were on uh, Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs> all of Charlie's oh, answers Instagram. were on there oh dragons <laughs> was it Milksteak, one of the answers yeah yeah well it had... was oh, like, yeah. cuz he it turned out that he was one of the people that right. got surveyed so like he was answering them but then like <laughs> they were matching because he was like one what do you groom <laughs> a woman or like that.
2: But it would still only be like 1% or whatever, right?
0: Like, yeah, yeah. It was always like one. You know, like. But somehow it was somebody. <laughs>
2: yeah. like no matter how bizarre it was. You're still, you're still getting on the board. That's pretty awesome. So do I we mean, want to um, introduce, do we want to make our announcement here on this uh, episode of a sounds exciting. of a third uh, individual who is, uh, make, make it official, maybe put a um, ring on
1: that thing? Cuz <laughs> Has your family been informed that that you're on the podcast? Because I don't want them to find out this way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: they'll be listening to not-too-much podcasts, I'm sure. Sure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, ladies and gentlemen of uh, of Buffalo and, uh, I guess, wherever the Internet reaches, please welcome to the uh, Struggle is Real Buffalo Music podcast, here for the first time on actual microphone, Will something. What's your last name? <laughs> well, <laughs> Will Craigslist. Will, Will Webb. <laughs> That's right. Will Webb. Uh, hey, welcome. Woo! Awesome. Thank, you. Thank, Thank thanks, you. Thanks for joining us. Yes. What? What? Uh, so I, I was saying before, like, it seemed like you wanted to get involved partially because you liked the, the kind of stuff that we did that it reminded you of something you would have liked to have had when you were, like, uh, you know, a musician even coming up and just learning about the Buffalo scene. Right. Well, I
4: wanted to know in detail what the bathrooms were like at every venue. (laughs) That's what we
0: cover mainly. That's our beats. We could do that one by one if you guys...
4: (laughs) But same experiences these guys had where, you know, you played the show place because it was the only place you could play when you were 16 years old. And it was probably on a Sunday at 2 p.m. and that's what you did. Or you played the Continental and snuck up to the goth bar and danced by yourself if Uh you danced at all because that's what everyone else was doing. And and just the, the thing I got interested in the most was just that, as far as I was concerned, no one else uh, who had a, a good handle on the scene was doing anything that represented what I struggled with when I was younger. And it would have been nice just to have some other sort of reference to go to, and this is obviously... Pre internet days for most of us, yeah. you know, where you didn't know anybody, you didn't hear anything, there was no MySpace, no YouTube. Yeah, everybody you know was anything. in their
2: own little. Yeah, we were making mixtapes
4: and CDs of, you know, maybe local bands, and, and maybe you got
2: a free CD at a show you went to. So. And, and I, I gotta imagine it's not like, even though you got the internet now, but like, there's still. Um, not a great place to find out about a lot of things going on in the scene like easily like i can look and scan individual pages you know but uh but so it's it's nice to be able to like i love listening to the things the, the think so joe podcast he does a, a cool job with this but um you know we just try to bring bring some people in and, and talk about like the venues and so everybody can sort of compare their experiences and not just musicians but also like fans i think too like you were saying before like you know you go to, we go to the same places mm-hmm. you know yeah i don't have to get
0: paid to go to Sportsman's Tavern, you know, I just mm-hmm. go to it and I sit up in the cool little like upper part yep. and watch whoever. Yeah. Uh, although that's probably not one of the bad ones, though, right? I'm no, that's a cool one. Yeah. I like that one, yeah. Up on the. What one's that? Oh, and
2: and, and, and that's, that's the last that one? we'll hear from Sportsman's. Never been there. I
3: actually.
1: Yeah,
0: it's 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 a
1: they get a lot of americana and stuff. So. I, I have an upcoming segment that I'm doing where I go onto Yelp and I just find the stupidest Yelp reviews about for like local it. clubs. And you, Dennis is going to have to guess which club I'm talking about. And Sportsman's oh, cool. Tavern is the only one I found that did not have a single bad review. Yeah, I can awesome. see that. Everywhere else, there was at least bad one. Bad
0: example I picked, then. Good bathrooms, <laughs> great, uh, uh, I've,
1: I've great never, bathroom. I've never been there.
2: Minty. I kind of want to start a blog <laughs> exactly.
1: about bathrooms in Buffalo clubs now. I think that would be hilarious.
2: I think Keep, we'd be neglecting our, our duties if we, if we didn't. But, yeah, so we're glad that Will... And Will's not being... Um, I don't like you know, poetic when he says like we played the same places and stuff. Like Will was in a band for a long time called The Great Mistake and you're still in The Great Mistake, right? Still am. You guys are still yeah. together. I know you kinda come and go in fits. But um yeah, we spent many a night and my, my old band was called Middleman. And uh, we spent, and I played with those guys for about fifteen years. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Um, and we we spent uh, well at least a few Thanks. nights that I recall right. being like one night. another's like almost only audience. You know, as you do like at the end of the night. Pretty much. And, and even not that long. Even with the Lady and the Tiger, we okay. we just like two, huh? was it two years ago at the Tudor Lounge actually. Right.
4: And I think what it what it comes down to is is you know even ten years ago or five years ago, you know, if you had asked me if I was going to be thirty six and still in the scene. Yeah. I've been like, no effing way. I mean, they're just... Why would I be in the scene at this age? But now it's it's a different thing altogether
3: to say. Different yeah, I'm still there. there, yeah. How old, are, so, how old are you, Cats? by the way? 36. 36? 40 motherfucking 3. Forty 40 40 to the 6th we're, we're 38 just so I we Okay. Just so we're, yeah,
2: we're all generally the same, you right. know. Yeah, sure Dennis. I'm a bit of an outlier maybe,
3: but <laughs> when he, when he brought it up, up the mix I'm like how old are these guys? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. No, know, you know, like, I I got like 22. Right?
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, we a lot do have us. wonderful skin, I got to say. <laughs> we especially. really we really do. Me especially. Thank yeah. you, Will. But I think a lot of us I like, was kind of came fishing. into the scene <laughs> hook
4: line and sinker (laughs) uh we came into the scene honestly when it was kind of dying you know i I mean at least from the the bands in the the mid-90s when you had big bands like stem and girl pope and bands that were actually you know Mm -hmm. mo. i mean bands that were, were were making a name for themselves in buffalo and um and I think there was a lot more places to play for those bands, and 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 coming into it at the age that we did, it was a, it was a struggle then too because, you know, no one really knew what exactly they wanted to to make of the scene. The scene split
2: into a bunch of different avenues yeah i I, I think it's always hard though for like local musicians if you're not if you're not signed and you're playing original music because that is kind of our focus you know Mm -hmm. as you guys have have gathered you know if you're writing your own songs you're doing all your own stuff you don't have some like booking agent behind you like it's always a tough go you know like there's a lot to do so i mean in in any in any decade that that you're in i think right so so that's what we talk about a lot you know that's why we that's usually the kind of guests that that we uh we talk to about this kind of thing because it's been our experience too
4: Right. And between the three of us, I mean we've got enough stories about our struggles and, and trials and tribulations, I think, that 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 part of the scene hasn't changed. Right. You know. Yeah. There's Dan, just less Dan, Dan we have, have, fun on our they have a goal.
3: Like uh, I mean if there's with the podcast? No, or with, or with, with the bands. Like, with the bands. World like, domination. Yeah. Like, I mean just just do your thing and you know one thousand female teenage orgasms. That was Dennis. I'm just clearing what? that out and
1: saying. Up? giving Dennis. Gunness... like
2: 18, 19. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, you. What, are, what, what, you. what are you oh, thinking? You that's
1: not creepy at all. Dennis. What's going on here?
2: <laughs> Full grown. Oh. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. That, that's. Are you doing drummer I, jokes? That's a, it's Dennis a goal.
1: Reed, goal. You can find him on Twitter at Aganbite. Aganbite.
4: If you can figure out how to spell it. <laughs> Please tweet at me. And I think my goal with any band I'm in is always to try to be that one different band in a sea of punk and hardcore bands, yeah. I suppose. That's another
2: goal. I have that goal, too. You know. What kind
4: of band are you in? Uh, well, the two bands that I'm in right now, one was uh, The Great Mistake, and that's a piano-based um, band, and, and that's pretty different because I've got the guitar player who's a lot more into, like, Jonathan Shantay and Hot Chili Peppers, and then the uh, the lead singer who's, who's a, a dedicated Yanni fan. <laughs> my dad, uh, dad yeah, well. <laughs> is he heavy in <laughs> Aleister
2: Crowley too <laughs> he might be
4: um, so you get a weird mix there and I've been with those guys for about 13 years but then the new one I'm in is uh, a band called the Leones and um, they categorize themselves as 80s horror synth pop but that doesn't describe anything yeah I don't, think it do. it I don't think it describes them at all no, they're super no. cool yeah. I, I really like Yeah, sound so it's different It's and, and that came from our experiences as well of, of going to a lot of shows and you have five punk bands before you or two hardcore bands after you and and we all we all like that kind of music in our own ways but um you always kind of hope for for bands like like dennis's and and ryan's band where it's it's for a bill that fits what you're doing a little bit more well i've told before i don't think they realize how how different sometimes they they are in the scene and it's nice to have you know this podcast be everything under the sun Mm -hmm. because i I don't think people really I think people on the outside of Buffalo looked at it as like just a hardcore scene, and it's it's much much more than that.
2: Yeah, there's yeah. there's like every kind of music you could you could really. Yeah, you guys look for,
4: interviewed obviously. two rappers.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know there was a Buffalo. That's what I mean, and I. Until... <laughs> I've never. I don't ever seek it out, but I've never been like, oh yeah, I should go to this hip hop show. I, I have no right, idea. Right.
2: You know? I, I had a dim awareness just because I used to play at Broadway Joe's, <laughs> and and they would have like one of the nights was like a you know Wednesday night hip hop night, and mm-hmm. I think and I actually think it was a pretty popular uh, affair. I think they actually, they actually like you know paid a shows, lot of their bills. The shows,
1: yeah, people go to those. And getting back to what you were talking about, about like kind of what's the goal? I think it definitely uh, evolves as you get older. Oh, for sure. Because you know, in tw- you know when you're a teenager. I, I just wanted to meet girls, and it, it, hey, it worked out great. Okay, well maybe maybe your goals have evolved. <laughs> what's a married guy's goals? <laughs> yeah. um, I just I, get I, home like, by nine. <laughs> I, I used to get I used to get pissed off about everything before a show, especially set lists. Mm-hmm. Like if, if if I couldn't get the set list the way I wanted to, like and eventually over time you hmm. just learn that that shit does it's just it's just white noise that kind of goes on top of it, and that you do have to really enjoy what you're doing at the base and. You know, for me, what I do is, you know, why I'm in it as much for the social as it is for the musical. It's just, mm-hmm. it's nice having a group of people you can get along with, and we don't fight, really. Yeah. Like, you know, Dennis will give everyone the evil eye at one point or, the, or another, but. Yeah. So, so, Dennis gets to be mean to everyone because he kind of runs everything. Well, and, I'm and, just moody. I don't know if I'm actually. The rest constantly of us just, mean, just take but it. But no, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, when I was 20, you know, but getting signed was the big goal, or like yeah. playing it like you know, key bank arena or whatever and now and now it's just, you
2: know Yeah, like practice is kind of a cool thing in and of itself. Like it's fun to come see you guys on like a Thursday
3: yeah, absolutely. and be like,
2: Hey, let's work on some tunes, let's make a little progress, let's, you know, um, and put put our put our hearts and time into this. And and it is rewarding. Like that that and it, it does evolve from when, you know like when I was, you know, 14, 15... I mean, I can't even believe looking back like how immature my thinking was about like what I wanted and and even like just the economics of how the music industry worked, like, you know. I was convinced that, like, I was playing in this, um, you know, bar out in, you know, wherever, like, you know, uh, Youngstown or something. And and I just wouldn't even, like, I would think, oh, maybe there's going to be an agent. Maybe there's (laughs) going to be a talent agent. Maybe Uh, there's somebody from Capitol right around the corner. Because it was, like, Mm
0: -hmm. far far away from where you normally were. Well, because
2: it was far away from where I normally was, and I just didn't have the, you know, the, the wherewithal to understand that, like... Record companies don't just send out scouts like the fucking New York Yankees looking for talent in every like crevice of Niagara County. They should. <laughs> they absolutely should. Oh yeah, <laughs> they absolutely should. But um, so I so I had no idea about, and I had some really you know uh, unrealistic expectations about it. It took a while before I learned about like showcases and press kits and you know d- and developing a you know a a, um, a a following that will even draw the interest of a label who realizes that you have a base that they can sell merchandise to you know and that you have a marketing angle and that you have a look like you know all that stuff uh came later with you know wisdom well, okay well
0: disease. do you want to expand on that and like it's now that you kind of know how it works mm-hmm. it how hard is it to get a record deal
2: it's extremely hard like I mean, to you get a big record deal, I, and partially because they've like evaporated. Even now.
0: on even on like indie level, like it's crazy to me. Well, really, okay, because yeah. like, I mean, my, my... you. We just haven't tried. <laughs> well, my one yeah. friend's band. No, I know
2: a bunch of folks who. <clears throat> but I'm sorry, I don't mean to.
0: Well, no, no, it's yeah. fine. My my one friend's band. They were called the Pissants, and they were just the, just a straight punk band, whatever. They they mm-hmm. they. I know they sent their demos out to like the the punk labels, like, Hopeless and like fearless you know like you know hopeless you know those band those those record labels and they never got a deal and then i would hear the bands that do get put out by those record labels and i just like they're these guys are way better like i don't i never i never
2: understood it it. like but you gotta realize you know
0: i mean in 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 the way when
2: you ask (laughs) your question when i say it's easy like my response is shaped by the idea that we are in kind of a different like media landscape now we actually talk about this on our our upcoming episode on the episode seven with blake cooper he talks Mm -hmm. about this that there's a lot of, like, you know, the, the the bar has got lower. I don't mean that quality-wise, but just, like, technology, you know, investment and, in like, reproducing things-wise for a DIY label. Right. So so there's, there's a proliferation of them. There's a lot of them. And it's, you know, we actually even have a friend, and this is also in my mind when I'm saying it's easy, who is, you know, basically going to start a label imprint to... Uh, to assist The Lady or the Tiger in bringing some new music out, so so in my mind that's like you know that's a that's a low it's ex, you know that's like ground floor, but it's still right. getting somebody behind you and, and getting somebody to help with the marketing.
0: So when I was looking up um, your band, I you know I just ran into your like band camp page, mm-hmm. and there was only one that's one release quote unquote that like seemed to be like in from the studio. Correct. So it's like everything else is kind of live and whatever, like demo. You know, like yeah, I'm janky. So like you, practice I'm assuming here, yeah. you like just paid for studio time for those. It was three songs. We sure right? did. We
2: we recorded at well, first we recorded at. With Matt. Matt Riley Productions. Yep, in Blaisdell. Yeah, uh, we recorded York. in a church in Blaisdell, yeah. which was a really cool setup. Yeah, it was an awesome experience. We recorded the drums and everything in there. And then we took those tracks to a gentleman that I worked with a long time, Rob D'Alessandro. I used mm-hmm. to work with him back in Middleman and Lockport. He owns Garden Recording Studios, and I just you know I just trusted his... Uh, his, his acumen you know he's a he's a he's a, a good producer too you know he'll suggest things that are outside of just tracking mm-hmm. so we took that stuff and actually it was a bit more ambitious to begin with I think we had like uh like 116 so was, songs sp- i was
0: just saying so it's supposed to be like a full length kind of it was thing, supposed but...
2: to be like a seven song five or six yeah 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 i, I, yeah, I might have entertained seven at one point but it wasn't going to be um uh, uh as short as it was but it just went on and on like the recording of it like we just never quite you know finished it so rather than keep it like spinning indefinitely i think i just texted the band like three weeks ago and i'm like what would you guys think about doing, like, oh, it more than that. It was, like, six weeks ago. But I'm like, what would you think about, like, making this a, a strong three-song EP and, like, moving on with our I recording was, lives? Yeah,
1: I, I was so checked out of that project. We yeah. It took two and a half years to get the three songs out. And we actually recorded the drums at the music room in East Aurora first. Oh, I forgot about that. Then yeah. we ended up, then you, it was your job to record the guitars, and you didn't for, like, two or three months. And that just started this slow cycle of us just not getting anything done. And then remixing and re-recording and having to do parts over again, it was...
2: Yeah, I think it's unfair to say it started a cycle. I mean, maybe it was a pinpoint of time and a longer expanse of time. I don't Dennis think the, just doesn't I don't want to take any of the credit for how long it took. I don't think there's a cause and effect, really. <laughs> but in, I can tell that you that this much. I'm not, taking, argued, I'm not argue. taking
1: any of the credit for how long that thing lasted. it so just look at just it it this to way. get it done.
2: <laughs> no, it was, we put it out of its misery. Look at it this way. When but you, it came out awesome, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm it sounded good. It's got three songs on it. Everything Happens for a Reason is the song that we recorded for it that ended up first on it. And The Slums of Atlantis... And what the hell is the other one? Is on it somebody there? else? It is somebody else. Yeah. 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 Okay. So there's there's three Very tunes out. It. it was recent. Can, recent we just released it about three weeks ago. Oh, and yeah, then it's on YouTube. It's on our TheLadyForTheTiger.com. dot com. We should probably plug our website. Oh yeah. Oh, we should also
1: <laughs> plug. Uh, we're playing Mohawk Place on February first mm-hmm. with a band called A and L.
2: Yep. Yeah, A and A ampersand L. Yes. And there's somebody else too, like some uh, opening acoustic Federico. <laughs> Or something. I thought his name was John, but could have been somewhere, John. Somewhere John, in between, John. Somewhere between John, John, John and that, Frederico his is our opener. O- o- his,
0: o- his name is John, but he goes by Frederico. Yeah, I
2: think maybe his middle name is.
0: No, but I was going to say, once you finally make it big, you know, you get on that big label, you'll have some material to put on your, like, B-side record.
2: We got so much.
1: Like... <laughs> oh, my God. We have so much. I, I, I've had to tell him a couple times, I'm like, we got to slow down on the originals. We don't have any, we don't have anywhere to put them. Yeah, we,
2: we have a lot of material worked
0: out. <laughs> cool. I mean, um, that's, that's a good problem to have, I would say. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And we, we're actually trying to get into a flow now. Um, you know, I said, our, our friend is going to be releasing a couple of the songs, Um we're trying to get into a flow where we do a lot of stuff at home and actually get it done and then push it out and then yeah. you know come out with like two or three more songs. We're not trying to get into another eight songs, bite off more than you can chew. You know, we want to do a couple songs, throw them off, uh, and then do some new ones. Our, our drummer, actually, who is an exception, a pearl among drummers, um, <laughs> a, a, a very nice gentleman, Rick Poi, he, he's actually um, he's, he's, uh, invested a bunch in... Um, you know, make it a nice studio out of our practice environment. So, you know, he's got, That's like, cool. soundproof walls. He's got, like, you know, some some nice stuff to help us turn out some nice products, like, sort of all within our, our grasp. Like, make it a nice, like, little DIY process. So yeah. we're, I hope that, that we can take advantage of that in yeah. the coming months.
1: A- after the time it took with the EP, it was just like, I'll we, just do, we off, just, so. just do this ourselves mm-hmm. and not have to worry about other people's timelines or... And if it's screwed up, then at least we can blame ourselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And the small blemishes and imperfections that come out of like a little oh, DIY thing—nothing yeah. compared to the, you know, expanses of years that kind of just, you know, fuck up any momentum you might have had. So, but we're we're we're, uh, we're we're working at it though. We're we're still chipping away. I mean, we just love getting together and, uh, and 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 you know, practicing and writing tunes and getting out a couple times. We got two gigs in February. actually. Oh, yeah. We have the Mohawk one, and then we have the Hot Mama's Canteen, February ninth. February chicken fingers off the chain. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, they
3: are. They're I, good. I heard
2: that they're yeah famous for like all their different <laughs> spices and stuff that they've got there. I, I'm not, I, I didn't try it. Either. I'm not a big
3: fan of the hot sauces, but like the chicken itself is like crunchy. Yeah. where, where do really they host good. shows in there? Like up in the you know where they keep the piano adjacent. Yeah, is it where the the shuffleboard is? Like, no, no, bedroom? no. It's
1: uh, before you go up the steps. Yeah, it's to the seating. To it's, raised... There's an open
3: area to the right. All right.
1: And yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's kind it's of weird because. You have to decide whether you're going to play to the people who are eating dinner or play to the people at the bar. because So that that's it's a little weird, but yeah. no, I, I I like it there.
2: It's a nice place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the management was uh, was very nice and, and receptive, too, in, in having us there. They're, they're all really nice. And I'm
1: just going to go out of my way and say,
2: best-looking bartenders in Buffalo. they got You know what? i got to say, not only best-looking... Have you ever been to the Gypsy yeah, Parlor the gypsy but best, I pretty, have been to Gypsy Parlor gypsy parlor, <laughs> gypsy parlor has some stars. But uh, <laughs> Hot Mom's Canteen also <laughs> has uh, personality for Miles. Like people were like like every every person that I, I talked yeah, to the
4: bartenders were so sweet and so nice.
2: Really there. nice.
4: About, I mean taking care of every patron that was in mm-hmm. Was it your
0: podcast that someone talked about slutty bartenders?
2: Uh oh, yeah, no. that was yeah that was, was uh, that you? Me. yeah that yeah was, that was you that was from a real not real oh yeah where, um, okay okay we were yeah. talking about the middlemania um the stuff that I wrote on the web yeah I do remember that yeah, yeah slutty that bartenders what bar the was that kind. I I believe it was <laughs> Walking old Heaven that I was talking about and I think I said like what what did I said like what what the place lacked in atmosphere it made up for in slutty <laughs> bartenders <laughs> <laughs> yeah which, and it was a
0: real one by the way I, and that was real it wasn't yeah. I so. think you guessed not real and then.
2: I don't remember what the drum was on that one. Right. <laughs> Ryan's got a pretty good batting average so far. That's one of the segments that we've got. Yeah, I do like show. your segment. Those are Mario. fun. For yeah, sure.
1: yeah, we've got a bunch of those coming. Uh I just uh did some research from uh, W N Y music, which I don't know if either of you guys are familiar with. That was like the first buffalo it was a message board website. it was a message board and they had a an a to z list of like every band who wanted to be on there i did and, not and the, the 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 trolling that goes on there cuz you go you go into the message boards you go like three it's pages bl- back it was like
2: it was like blade runner on that
1: and like like it's it like you've seen shit like 5 years old that it's like you know 100 posts back like it's it's a graveyard but just well, yeah, i now. went through just looking for trolls so it's gonna be real, not real. Troll WN my music
2: <laughs> de- edition. Oh, I cool. like it. You know, on, on our most recent episode, uh, we teased before. Uh, we we do have uh, a Craigslist real or not real that that Ryan wrote, which is uh, which is I think one of the best ones we've done so far. And
1: what's what's great about Craigslist is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Like we could we can do that like every two months yeah, because he, there's always just more weird
2: stuff coming more out of Craigslist, Craigslist denizens. And want to hear some drummer jokes. Is that is that because I, I did?
0: I mean, I'm sorry. I was looking, so I kind of was like, "Yeah, well, spoiler." I spoiled myself, but I didn't see the jokes themselves. But I saw, they're yeah, pretty,
2: they're, they're they're pretty awful. I saw yeah, three of them. Exactly. Like you know, we download these from the internet. So, oh, oh, you didn't write these? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I actually, I, I, I come I, on, at least one of those you there's wrote. A couple. I changed. Here's one that I I changed one line in. Um, <laughs> what do you call a drummer with half a brain? An overachiever. Oh, I wasn't interested in doing this. Now I am. Yeah, okay. Yeah, is a <laughs> it's like a it it Yeah, it's a okay. shot. Well, you know what? Since my, my bass player over here has given me some, throwing some shade my way for, uh, for reading drummer jokes. I'll well, like he it.
0: threw shade. I wanted to, like, bring it up. Yeah. He threw shade on your little, like, short documentary YouTube video. What the, do you mean? The Cosmic video. What do you mean? You know what I'm talking about? Go on. He's like... One of his first lines was like, "Yeah, Dennis is he's he was kind of mean at first, or he kind of oh, yeah. bossy at first. Yeah, but we, we, we learned how to get along. Exactly. Yeah. You know? but, but uh... is that true, or do you not get along true. still? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. No. Like, well, I you Wait, know is what true. If, if, is it? It, t- it took a little while. Is it, it true that you, that you get along
0: at all? Because
1: I mean, cu- cu- coming in for me, he he was like he's like, hey, I'm a bass player, and it's like, well, I'm the bass player, and <laughs> right. he'd start telling me what to play, and it's like, oh, I don't, Uh-oh. I don't like that, and you know, um. I like your bass playing, though. Thank Hon- you. honestly, I, r- I really do. And sometimes, like before "Lady of the Tiger," I was in a band called Nimble Vagrant, mm-hmm. and compared to "Lady of the Tiger," N- N- Nimble Vagrant one was just anarchy. Like
0: Nimble Vagrant, yes, yeah.
1: it was kind of we, we kind of had a, it was great a Gary
2: f- Busey quote. <laughs> yeah, it actually
1: came from a Gary Busey <laughs> quote. Yeah, okay, and like, what quote was that from? Just... Oh, he said something about like how an idle mind is a, a nimble vagrant. Something along the lines of and that. Oh, like it wasn't like... from a
0: movie, it was just him talking? It was actually
1: him talking. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. that was crazy. crazy. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, I mean, I had a blast playing with those guys, but it was just... It was anarchy. It was just like... I, I'm just going to play whatever the hell I want, and you're just going to play whatever the hell you want, and it just plays around. There wasn't necessarily so so much structure. Exactly. So, you know, Dennis is someone who likes having that structure, and also kind of coming from his angle where he's the primary songwriter, where in other bands, you know, sometimes you have everyone work at it, so
2: you kind of... Yeah, sometimes I have ideas about where, like, the phrases fit and stuff, but uh, but yeah, that is real, and I I think it's kind of part of what's fun about our podcast is, is that there is a little bit like... These guys spend too much in the practice, too much time in the practice space <laughs> together, and I think there's still we get some some sparks. So there's there's some Oh yeah, there. it's like a you know, it's like a will they, won't they? But <laughs> instead of will they kiss, it's the will they murder each other? Well, at well, the you, end of the I watched I
0: watched the whole the movie. It was what like three minutes long. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just
1: five top
2: five top. You said that well, the beginnings of them. The, oh yeah, the making. Well, of I the only movie. saw the I one. I think he's talking
1: about the mini doc.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, oh yeah, the one that uh, that uh, Cosmic Video did. Yeah, that's the, right. Sorry.
0: The, the drum, the drummer came on and was like, "There's no drama." You know, that's what's. It's like ah. playing with your friends. And I'm just like, yeah, right. I, I don't <laughs> believe that for one second. But I don't know. It's no, it's just, fun. It's
2: healthy. And that like that's what yeah. happens when you have people who have like you know strong ideas in the group. <laughs> like I'm I'm glad that Ryan can like tell me sometimes like. Well, maybe it would sound better if right. you sang a little stronger <laughs> you know you've said that to me at practice i
1: do feel like i'm in a position to do it just because i've been in the band longer than everyone yeah. else outside of you so
2: yeah and well and because you um you know because you you played in a lot of groups and stuff before yeah, and no. you got and you you know where you're coming from with yeah. the stuff it's never like you know like right it, it's it's never like just out of left field or like hurtful like it's always like it's yeah. not just like oh i'm angry it's like this would probably sound better, you know. So it's it's it's, it's in the spirit of, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. make, making the songs I, better. Like I was just trying, trying to, to,
0: do. to be. A, I was just trying to troll you guys a little bit. So yeah. you know? yeah. I no, was trying to stir the pot. <laughs> but
2: there, but yeah. there's something to it. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's we, th- we, it's we totally just came fun. back
0: talking about our love for each other. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. well let's get back to well, our drummer jokes. Well, both joke those
2: things can <laughs> exist uh, at the same time. Goodness, we're you know we're not uh, simple mechanisms. Okay, so what's the difference between a drummer and a savings bond? One will mature and make money. Oh. (laughs) No, we just like to poke fun at drummers because they're mostly dumb. Easy targets. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They don't understand most of the jokes anyway. (laughs) That's right. Oh, okay. No, the the segue I started making was that since you are throwing shade, I was going to do a bass player... Joke one that has a bass player like worked in it. Oh, yeah, it's if it's
0: not a drummer you're making fun of, or fun of, it's the bass player, it's the next, and that's what I play. Yeah, one, uh, yeah, <laughs>
2: the next closest thing to the uh, uh drummer. And it's funny with <laughs> some of these jokes I looked up earlier, there's some shrapnel that the bass player gets hit with, so this is one of them. Okay, why do bands have bass players to translate for the drummer? <laughs> okay, pretty good. Um, did you hear about the bass player who locked his keys in the car? No. No. No, nobody heard no, about no. this? I, did not. I think it was in uh, North Collins. Uh, he had to break a window to get the drummer out. <laughs> <laughs> okay and then here's what I adapted That's a good one. this this next really? joke was so old that it was actually like it referred to a fucking orchestra and <laughs> the band leader in the original one like a drummer like a conductor for Conductor's a percussionist yeah, well, like a ba- yeah yeah conductor right okay. Like yeah, old yeah. band leader from like the count Basie, like you know orchestra and like that well but they did have like you know jazz drummers playing like in the kit you know oh okay All yeah right. but it was that that old oh, but, but I updated it so here's a little work right, here we go okay uh why do bands only take 20 minute set breaks so they don't have to teach the drummers the songs all over again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You guys going to read any of those? We'll, we'll, we'll right, take we'll see here Nothing wrong with internet drummer jokes.
1: <laughs> those are like all the reject ones that we didn't use on one of our episodes. Right. So. And, and
2: I did get three new ones in there, too. Okay. so Those are the rejects? Because mm-hmm. um, they were pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The rejects weren't too bad. Yeah, no. Actually, I, got rid of, I got rid of the worst of the Yeah, those are the rejects. It shows. I got rid of the worst of the worst. Like the ones that I thought were just like really bad rejects. So that's like second level. So we brought the second level for you guys. Hey, we, 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 we love yeah. it. We're bringing our B game today. <laughs> so here's one have. that we've definitely
4: dealt with. So, how is a drum solo like a sneeze? You know it's coming, but there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs>
2: Drum, oh, drum
0: solos are kind of. All right. When is it over, please? Thank you.
2: <laughs> Especially with the Grateful Dead. I've I used never played a Grateful uh, Dead cover band, so they were occasionally <laughs> never that to recreate like the drum space thing. <laughs> and like you know, I wasn't on acid all that much when I was out at these bars, so it was in, interminable.
4: Well, the only time I've actually listened to an entire drum solo is uh, probably at a Rush show. And that was, like, 15 minutes, and that's okay, because you expect to kind of have that. Mhm. It's when you go take a pee. Yeah, that's Yeah,
1: all. yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing Van Halen live. God, like, I was in, like, sixth grade, I think.
3: Van Halen?
1: Yeah, my, it was my first real concert. My uncle took it. Van me. Hagar
3: or oh, Van Halen? Van, uh,
1: what tour? Van Hagar. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it would have been B- Balance, I think. It right. was the last Hagar album. Uh, Our Lady Jeez. Peace actually opened, like, a week after the first album came out, which right. is real cool. But, um... So, like, Eddie, they, they leave Eddie on stage, and Eddie does his little finger tapping thing, and then they leave the drummer on stage. Cigarette burning, and you remember? Probably. Yeah. And then he's doing his 20 minute solo, and then they leave Michael Anthony out there for, like, a bass solo. And it's literally him just, like, running around stage, like, punching the bass. <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> How can he have a bass solo? Because, I, as I recall, he was kind of more from, like, the ZZ Top school of bass playing, where it was, like. Do, 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 oh, yeah, do, it
1: was do, absolutely. Do, 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 do. But no, no, he was just running around just like slat, like, he wasn't... It, 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 this was not music. This was like the <laughs> National Teeth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, with his uh, his bass that looked like a Jack Daniels bottle, I think it was. Oh,
0: fuck. This, is awesome. this could be a fun, a fun thing to talk about. What was everyone's first... Show that you went to, like you said, Van Halen, which Van, I, ha- Van Hagar. I had I had some Weird Al before that, but oh, speaking of Weird time Al, time he's coming soon. Yeah, it's... you know who's opening up for him is Emo Phillips.
2: <laughs> oh, that's great! Awesome. He's Phillips awesome. Lives. Dude. What's that? Emo Phillips lives?
0: Yeah, he wow. came to Helium like,
3: uh, what where, was where it, like six that? months ago? Where is the, the UB? I
2: want to say it's UB, yeah. yeah. Wow. Does he do uh, musicals? No, I don't. I He's probably okay, just doing stand-up, like I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah man,
3: that. he is goofy. Well, my my yeah, first he, show was
2: Firehouse. Oh, yeah? Nice. <laughs> and, fucking, and Tesla. All right. They were uh, on like that five-man acoustical jam. I loved Signs. Listen, I was uh, a, a maladjusted 15-year-old, so to me, Signs... The song Signs, you know, that was like originally by, what the hell was it, a five-man electrical band or whatever, the 60s song. But Tesla had a big hit on yeah, the TV and stuff. Yeah, I remember that. To me, that was like the most profound statement of like, you know, rebellion against the state I'll that tell one you could what, make.
0: When you're 15, you're allowed to have a really stupid first first show. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. Stupid. My, I mean, mine was this close to being Metallica and Guns N' Roses,
2: mm.
0: but my dad okay. wouldn't let me go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so... My first one was fucking Goo, Goo Dolls at Shays with a universal <laughs> honey so opening. Hey,
2: we're, we're, try- we're trying to get some Goo, Goo Dolls on the show. Back
0: then, then Goo Go Dolls out. were awesome, dude. I, no, I mean,
2: totally. No, that's not, they, seriously. kind Seriously. Of, they've mellowed and, out
0: now. You can... They're and a and butt they of many... And they are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like Robbie Goo, Yeah, they're come the, on our show. They're the butt <laughs> of many jokes, but I mean, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, they, but you, it's Buffalo. It changes.
1: You know, you pay the bills. Yeah. You know, the, the whole and they idea. sure
0: can pay the bills. The
1: whole idea of musicians selling out never made any sense to me. Yeah. You know, I could be a plumber for $20 an hour, or if someone wants to pay me $50, it's like, I'll, I'll take the money. Right. like Yeah, nothing... taking the
2: money is one thing, but like re engineer. And I'm not saying the goose dude did this by any stretch. But, um,. <laughs> But re-engineering your identity is another thing. And uh, and in uh, my case in point, I'm i honestly not thinking of the glues when I say this, my case in point is uh, Doctor Hook and the Medicine Show. Mm-hmm. I, I, you guys they sang Cover of a Rolling Stone. You know that song mm-hmm. that gonna see my smile on the face? Whatever. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they yeah. They were I've like a that. cool okay. they were like a they were like a um, you know, country uh, rock sort of thing that happened in the early seventies. And actually the guy, uh Shel Silverstein wrote their lyrics. And stuff for him, you know. Shell, he wrote yeah. "Boy Named Sue" for Johnny Cash. He wrote like no, poetry I and stuff. I didn't know that
4: either.
0: Yeah, yeah. He yeah. wrote
2: their music, and and they were cool, man. Like they had like they were like funny. They, like one guy in the band had an eye patch, and uh, and just for show. And they were, I'm not sure. He might have some problems. <laughs> it's a win, but, but, he, but he fucking rocked that eye patch. That's all uh, I'm saying. Right. On. And so, like, there's all these great YouTube clips. Doctor Hook and the Medicine Show. Uh, look them up. The guy has got um, a, an eye patch. They, they're all coked out. They're in um, you know, uh, Belgium playing on stage. They were great. They were wild. They were you know, rock and roll. Um, and then the late 70s came around. And everybody started getting into that, like, you know, sort of like more disco, more like R&B kind of smooth pop. And they totally like dropped that identity like a freaking, you know, like whatever, like just shucked that skin and totally changed. It became super lame. So that kind of selling out, like to actually change your format and your style. And then they did, you know, what song they did, Sexy Eyes. Do you guys know that song? No. Sexy Eyes. All day long, I want to go with you. I'm so happy. I, I have know no, that, no idea so what that, that is. <laughs> got to go look it up. Go on this See? journey. Go on this journey with me. Wait, so go on the web. This was your first concert? This. No, no. No, but no. This no, no, is still this Firehouse. This was a different thing. Okay. I'm, just, g- I'm right. just giving an example of like um, uh, a sellout that I didn't enjoy.
1: Don't Treat Me Bad by Firehouse was an amazing song. <laughs> FYI. Honestly, I don't remember. When I was like eight, that was like totally my jam.
2: Was that their main song? I don't remember. Oh,
1: um, no, they they had a, was it Love of a Lifetime, I think it was. It was like a that sounds 80s power ballad kind of thing. <laughs> but Don't Treat Me Bad, was that, that, that was that was where I was rolling.
0: What was your coolest concert you guys ever
1: saw? Okay, so I have, I ever first well,
0: Wait, one. hold on. Oh, yeah, sorry, we sorry. got Wills and we got Hoes to go uh, on first. Star- Star-
3: Starship at Darian Lake. <laughs> nice! <laughs> Look at you! With, with the outfield? Is that a band... Of course it's a band. It's I, actually, a band. I don't know them, so I mean, like... That's the... I, like, I don't know their hit, but I mean, I barely Your remember. I was there. I was at Starship and during... Like, nice. And I wouldn't hate it. I mean, I wouldn't hate it now. How old are you? I can't remember the lyrics. <laughs> I mean, like, a kid. <laughs> like 10? Like, yeah, like, under, like, single digits? Though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, young. Young enough to not remember really <laughs> yeah. much. That's cool. Though. But, you remembered but, but, that you but, went, but, but I I know I was there and uh,
0: I just want to awesome. use I mean, your I mean, I love
3: that, like, two, tonight. Two bands, I that's that's I the outfield. Me. All right,
2: see, I had to think oh, about it. Two, that two that bands is, on oh, the that bill great. That is oh, a, yeah. a, oh, a great song. Oh, yeah. dude.
3: That's pretty cool. Huh?
2: Yeah. Sorry, I was <laughs> show
3: off singing over. I'm saving it. You know, like yeah. Start before we
2: move on. Absolutely. Glad you got that in there. I hope you have the best
0: one.
4: Oh god. Okay. The, the cool answer is is no, is no, no. The Aeros- first one. That Aerosmith yeah. is the first official. Cool. I, I do like that. Yeah. I'm still, but I'm
2: still, wait on the cool answer. But, <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: Nah, come on, Aerosmith. The first time I remember watching yeah. a concert was in the audit. It was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out of their shells. <laughs> nice. Which was my first is vanilla official. Ice? Like, no, this is vanilla was even ice there? this. This couldn't have been after. But I found out that years later, <laughs> uh, uh, I was watching a documentary. <laughs> um, I think about the... Do you remember, guys remember that uh, MTV show, The State? Oh, yeah. I love The yeah, State. It. So two of the guys from The State, Michael Ian great. Black and I think Ben Garrett, they were actually... That was their first gig, was dressing what? up as the Ninja Turtles. Come on. That oh. show. That's they would cool. go in for like... I don't know wow. if they would actually do the show, but they would go in for... <laughs> Like the promotion, they would go in like a week early and like yeah. make appearances, and that was just them in the suits. What? Yeah. Wow. So that's I was cool. like, so that was like my first time I remember being at the odd and seeing some sort of crazy okay. well, like. That's concert. not like really
3: a show. I, mean, I, I don't
4: know. know if you I saw completely it. Disagree. If you saw it, that I, is I, a show.
2: It's not a fucking rock show, though. Yeah, I mean, well no, then, well, I well, so
4: Aerosmith would then. be the first one I at the odd of as the well. Question. Okay. So was yeah. this like Get a Grip? This was in between well, Get a Grip and and Big Ones. And was there uh, voluminous
2: uh, scarves float, floating off of the No, actually, it, it was pretty cool. Uh, they have know. some good songs, I man. I can't, you know. I'm trying to think of one. <laughs> oh, yeah, Come Together. Sweet Emotion. That Come Together one they did was awesome. I love Dream
4: On. Yeah, this was, this was their it ballad more right. time, but, meh. <laughs> what can I say? At least no, did beautiful. weird things to me, and that's, that. I had to go see him
2: <laughs> Well, the, the first crazy spectacle I remember like that, actually was seeing Ice Capades at the Odd, if we're going to talk about, uh, like... like Disney yeah, all right. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Where, where, What shows have we seen at The Odd? I, the only one I remember is Bush, Goo Goo Dolls, and No Doubt.
3: Yeah, that's the one that... Nice. I saw I Bush and Veruca Salt.
0: Veruca Salt, nice. I love Veruca Salt.
1: When was that one? Was that, still, was that The Odd or was that... That's probably the new arena. Yeah. I think I The know. Odd would be, like, God, uh, Barnum and Bailey Circus. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, I, I saw that. That's awesome, And then maybe, like, Disney
2: on Ice, I think. I saw uh, Rush on the Roll the Bones tour. Nice, odd, that's cool. That was pretty kick-ass. It, I, you bet. Know, I mean, I was young enough to appreciate uh, Neil Peart rapping. You know? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't judge it. it. Time has been less kind than you know my, my memory is. So, all right. Well, we're here in hour seven of the Not Too Much podcast. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for being with us, everybody. And well, he
0: when he was texting me, he was asking me how long it would take, and it was, I basically said, "How whatever flows, you know, like if we're having a good time."
2: Yeah, that's and, a good thing about podcasts. Is you, you don't really have to. They don't I have. I don't that, want to keep you time. if you
0: if you need to leave. I, it's all it's completely up to I'm you. I'm having
2: fun. At, I'm the, at the moment. Goodness. <clears> yeah. anybody I'm go good. to that uh, uh, women's march
3: in mm. Buffalo? Is that a beat that we cover? anybody I, I didn't even know it happened. No, I didn't go to that. I mean, I so no, they, they had like a, I
0: support everything that's happening, but I'm not. Gonna, I don't go to it. Yeah,
3: they,
2: there was something down at uh, in like Lafayette Square, I think. Huh. Yeah, in Buffalo here. And by the way, it's I, definitely I,
0: important. But I, I'm a guy, so yeah, they don't, was, need, they don't need me there. It was kind of, yeah. I, you think they can handle? <laughs> you know, it? they you don't should. need a man's plane to them. <laughs> yeah.
1: you, you show up and you just feel like you're a part of the problem. <laughs> right. Exactly. Get <laughs> like, out of here. <laughs> yell at. <that. laughs> have,
0: have you guys? Uh, have you ever heard of the band Tsunami Bomb? Mm-mm. I know the uh, name. Um, the bassist Dominic. Tsunami Bomb. Tsunami Bomb. They're from Southern California. They. I'm, the the reason I have kind of like a connection with them is one of my Shumway shows we booked them, like because there was a show in Jamestown. I don't know. It if Seems you know. like a
2: lot happened with this Shumway.
0: You know Jamestown, New York. A little bit. I've, mm-hmm. I've like, my, like my parents actually
2: south. Like lived there for a while. I know where it is. Uh, Ten thousand maniacs uh, yeah. came from there. Yeah.
0: So sh- they were supposed to play some show in Jamestown that got canceled, mm-hmm. and somehow I heard of it i picked it up and we got them to play at our stupid chumway show well wow. which i mean they were, they weren't anything back then i mean they were touring from california they were on, like, there were some... records
3: yeah at the time. they
0: were something so i mean whatever so like i don't know the bassist knew me from that a little bit and we're not best buds or anything but i'm on his facebook and stuff and and they um he has a podcast it's called three gigs but i'll go get back to that but one of the posts he put on Facebook, it was like just like a like a article repost thing, and he was saying how bands should only play like once a month.
3: Hmm.
0: Would you agree with that? Like, wh- you build up kind of like a anticipation
3: yeah, kind you, of thing. Like, you, if
0: you play too much, it's a detrimental to your... Yeah, you,
1: you don't to want you you to you oversaturate, oversaturate yourself, so, you know? I if,
0: just thought that was interesting. I thought maybe you guys had some... Yeah,
1: like if, that's a pretty good point. If you mm-hmm. have 30 people who are willing to come out and you see your band in February, but you have three shows, then mm-hmm. you end up with 10 people at each show. Right. A, see, the cool thing a about... decent one with 30.
2: Right, right. The cool thing about math, though, is that, like, zero is technically... Infinitely divisible, and if you have zero, people, <laughs> if you have zero people coming out to your shows, then you can play as many 30. times as you, you want. Can, you can play every <laughs> night of the week, and it's still the same amount of people coming out. So yeah, that's, that's kind point. of a bright spot for local bands when it comes. So it's just to kind of an interesting
0: thing.
1: It it depends on your pull, I think. You know, I think totally. if you're a band that doesn't have a big following, playing a whole bunch of shows and just trying to get in front of the right people. Mm-hmm. can be super important but if you are popular you don't want to play
2: yeah especially in like um places that might be in conflict with one another you know like places that people that are close by the person might come out to one and not go out to the other you know if there's yeah. a competition yeah between, you there's some places where there's no competition i i play at the in that zuma band in that cover band mm-hmm. i play at the evening star there's nobody there basically you know there's like 15 people there is one of the nights we it there But then I play another place, Sportsman's uh, Tavern, and there's a bunch of people. So, you know, like between, I wouldn't worry about booking those gigs back to back.
0: I um, mentioned Dominic's podcast, three gigs. What he does on his podcast is he talks to like, you know, mostly just his friends, kind of those bands from probably California. A lot of them I've never heard of, but he he asks the performer. What their first gig was, what their best gig was, and what their worst gig was, mm. and he has them tell stories. Oh, that's cool. So, I mean, I could or copy I him and see just, see like if that. you want to talk about your first gig, and your best gig, mm-hmm. and your worst gig. I don't know if you want to try, and, if you want to do that. Do you have any like memories? Yeah, memories um, from from that.
2: Yeah. So, like, my first gig I ever played was at the Flamingo Lounge in Niagara Falls. And, you know, first, like, going out, like, I was 15 years old, I was underage to be in a bar, um, and my band played kind of like southern rock. So we played, my first song I ever played, I actually have this on tape, and we might do this in a future Struggle is Real Buffalo Music podcast <laughs> uh, episode. Um, I get up on stage, and we do, I have the tape, we do Ohio by Neil Young, was the first song I ever got up and sang, and, you know, you could just, like, hear the nerves in my voice we're like tan soldiers Ed. like i sound even more like neil young <laughs> than neil young does um because i'm just like very tight and, and scared um and then we do a couple we do like an original song too but um it was it actually went spectacularly well like after the gig like i felt like it's just an oh you know an open mic you know but we played three songs, and we were young guys, and even like the the open mic. Host- How old were you? Did you? Say I that was yet? fifteen. Fifteen. The one guy, the lead guitar player, was freaking fourteen. Our drummer was also fourteen, and then we had a bass player who was like our liaison to the adult world <laughs> to, to get us into these places. Uh, he was nineteen. Oh
0: wow! So
2: he was. So he knew the guys who like ran the open mic and everything. And I felt, you know, like it, it went spectacularly well. The um, the MC. Even like joke, like, here's these guys, you know, they're young, but they're, you know, they're old at hard or whatever. And, <laughs> and they're going to blow your mind whatever. And I will say, we also had a ringer in our pocket. Our lead guitar player, Dan Browning, who we played with at the Evening Star. He was in that Christian band, Uncarved Stones. Was that the show I missed? Oh, that's fucking right. That's right. You missed that show. I'm looking at Ryan like he knows. Way to but- go. Yeah yeah but but he was he's a great guitar player so we had a ringer a little bit so we weren't just like we honestly did have kind of some little you know sparkle going on I give that's, a lot of that to That's today. what I say
0: about my old band Drew was really good
2: Yeah mm-hmm. if you got one guy who can kind of like oh, grab people's imagination especially on lead guitar everybody kind of relates yeah. to lead guitar mm-hmm. or a singer I mean if you got a great singer I'm not a great singer <laughs> I'm like a de- I, I'm decent I can You're true. an okay I'm an okay singer, okay singer. Yeah. singer. but right. but but this guy and you know there's a lot of folks in that that's never been my my forte, you know, I'd consider like, you know, like whatever, like Bob Says the Dylan. singer in my
1: band. Yeah. No, I'm, honestly,
2: I'm not an American Idol style style singer, you know, I'm, I'm like a, uh, a storyteller, like, you know, um, like I think that our, our melodies and our lyrics are more important than the quality of my voice. I'm not Elvis, for God's sake. Um, yeah, no shit. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Much to everybody's chagrin. But so that was my first gig. <laughs> And and that really went amazing. I gotta say, like afterwards, I was all like on a high. Like, it was like it's one tape. of
0: those things because the way he talks to those guys on the podcast, like, so what was you know that was your first gig? That that's the what makes you want to keep doing this? Yeah. And sometimes that's where they go because if the first gig wasn't great, that's like, well, what was the first one that made you say, "Oh yeah, this is what I want to do. This is you know this is what I want to keep mm-hmm. keep doing, playing music."
2: Yeah, I always just knew that I loved it, and like I, I loved the Beatles, and I loved um, like the social message that John Lennon would come out with and, uh, and 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 sing about. So, so that that kept me, you know. I mean, but really, I just enjoy doing it. I, I just like the it's fun being creative, you know, yeah. and like singing songs and stuff. Like, what was what was your first gig, Ryan? Um.
1: <laughs> That would be at Saint Peter and Paul Elementary School in oh, shit. Hamburg, New York. <laughs> this was this was uh four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, was that's, that's, I was picking up my girlfriend and they asked me to play. Pretty long
0: long beard for being in elementary school four
1: and, years um,
2: ago. <laughs> We, best, best beard in the sixth grade, motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah,
1: um, we they had a basketball game which was eighth grade versus seventh. If you're grade. wondering why his voice is so high, yeah, really, zing. And uh, oh. they we played in between. That's the singer of my band. We played. <laughs> <laughs> we played. Uh, we played at all of like the quarter breaks for about ten minutes each, and uh, I actually played in the first quarter of the game, and no one thought I could play basketball because I. I played from fourth to sixth, but in seventh grade, we had this awful coach whose name is Ed Hoke, who I have no problem saying that on the air because he's a dickhead. <laughs> Basically, he would take all the crappy kids and he'd put them on the bench in practice and then they'd quit and he'd be like, well, they quit the team. I didn't do anything. So but I was I was always practicing at home, I always really liked it. So I ended up scoring like twelve points and the other people on my team are just like, What the hell is this guy doing? And then So with white like, Michael Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. No, I'm I am i am more of a Larry Bird, but All you know right. either way. And then with the like white fi- Larry Bird. Like five to ten <laughs> seconds <laughs> I mean, I'm left. A <laughs> heart. Heart. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. Uh with like five to ten <laughs> seconds left I have to like run off the court and like onto some chairs and then up onto the stage and then I climb behind the drum set. And then we wow. played uh uh, we played a version of Glycerine by Bush, nice. which I played drums on. bringing uh, it back, full circle. Yeah, on. really. Uh, we played uh, we played a couple of Presents of the United States songs. Oh, we Lu- I loved that band. We played, band. Lump. We, played Lump, we played Peaches, <laughs> the, and um, the,
2: the singles. And I played. Full I of Doom Buggy. <laughs>
1: and uh, I played bass and sang on uh, Good by Better Than Ezra. Mm-hmm. Nice. Aren't they, coming, aren't they coming? Aren't they coming to the Yeah, they're coming to Bare Naked Ladies uh, Art Park. Uh, yeah. I'm not super wow. interested in Bare Naked Ladies. I've always wanted to see Better Than Ezra. I think well, Bare
2: Naked Ladies sans Stephen Page,
3: right? That's yeah, his
1: name. Is he the out. singer or the rapper? He was <laughs> Come like, on. Was <laughs> he yeah. the guy who sang or was Did he, he like
0: the chickety china was, the Wasn't Chinese it the same guy? Guy? Wasn't the same guy? Wasn't no, it no, the same no. guy? I never, I was never liked And he wasn't
2: the ginger either. He was bad, only the soul of the Bare Naked Ladies. Give me a break.
0: Yeah. Will,
2: Will, what about you? Oh, yeah. Oh, first show
4: ever played. Um. I think the one that I, that I remember was probably at, uh, at American Legion um, as, a, as an official show, um, and it was one of those, you know, 12 bands, ROR kind of concert things. Which, and which town was it? That was in Tonawanda, right next to Colossal Taco there. Yeah. I played a gig <laughs> there before, I, actually. I don't know what you're talking about. So that was probably it. It wasn't... Um, Who was that with?
2: What was the style of group and everything?
4: uh let's see that would have been a band called absolute zero uh so it was a a, a grungy nirvana high school band uh it wasn't covers or anything it was all originals Mm -hmm. but it was bad and that's probably my first tape i'll bring in if we do that segment as well excellent but how'd it go what was your feeling during and after you know, I, I block so much of it out because I think I was so nervous when it happened. I don't remember... I remember more of the other bands that played and probably not so much what I was doing up on stage. Oh, yeah. But I'm sure it sounded horrible because it couldn't have sounded good. That's I mean, a weird thing.
2: I actually have, like... Um, and I'm sure this is, like, a musician experience. I have, like, musician nightmares sometimes where it's, like, <laughs> I'm playing guitar and... But there's not always nightmares. Sometimes it's, like, good things, you know? Like, it could be nightmares or, like, positive, like, feelings. But, like, it's all, like... Usually it's nightmares. Like usually it's, like, I'm playing songs. You're playing like, just what you know, nice. but it's not coming out right. Exactly. Like, like, like everything's just it's going It's out of wrong. tune. It's like the musician version <laughs> of, like, not having your pants on right. through the first day <laughs> of junior high, you know? Or, like, learning that, like, you... Missed a, you skipped a class all semester, and all of a sudden right. you had to make up for. it. It's like the musician version of that. You develop your own anxieties. Yeah,
4: no, I had a dream like that not too long ago with with the really? right mistake where it was like I was. My dreams I figured out are just a Coolio video. It's basically <laughs> just, they're always. I'm always trying to get somewhere and I can't. Okay. Which <laughs> is every Coolio video ever, basically. And for whatever I've reason, I gotta review Coolio's. Yeah, I've on. never, have never noticed that. Out, of, out like, of the two I see. <laughs> That seems to be his thing. He's trying to get somewhere and he can't, and that's what my dreams are. But I, I, I was playing with a great mistake, and uh, it was one of those things like I was late to the show, and I was I was freaking out being late to the show, and at that moment, then the lead singer decided to pull out a submarine sandwich and start eating it, and like, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? We have to get on stage. Um, but you know, if I was born even 10 years later, I think I'd probably have not only photos and video of that first horrible show... Yeah but uh, probably scarring memories from other people who took the same video And but we didn't have that at the time, so yeah, it's thankfully. kind of, that's, you can remember it more that's a fun. That's the thing, only, really. only mm-hmm. like rich kids had like video cameras. Oh yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. We didn't. And we, I mean, if we had cameras, they were the disposable yeah, ones there's that you bought f- for 10 few... bucks and maybe a picture or two came out. Yeah,
0: yeah. there's a no. few like sh- video shots of like my old man, but like, it's yeah, only because it one low. kid had one at the show that day. You know what I mean? Like yeah, no one. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. I oh. mean, there are
4: bands that we've probably been in that have no audio or even photo evidence to this day. Of. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it wasn't have, available. I've been in a but of now, bands, yeah. now I'm sure every band out to Blue. documents everything.
1: When I was, because yeah. you could just
0: have your phone out. That's it. When I was in no. like
1: sixth grade, sixth I, it was it? like my very first band. We actually tried doing our first video on a Betamax mm-hmm. uh, wow. camera. And you had to put a bottle of wine on top of where the tape was. Otherwise, it wouldn't work right. And you maybe had a lead of, like, three feet for the camera.
2: And that was... It was so terrible. So I was probably eating acid by the, when you were in 6th grade what, what what year were you in 6th grade? dude you were grade? probably eating acid when seriously? I was born I thought you
0: said eating be- ass. yeah before the id <laughs> be- before the id part came in <laughs> I'm like what are you ass. saying? he was, he was eating <laughs> acid eating I was probably like, eating ass. ass I was probably eating ass, was, ass when you were fucking I'd in 6th grade that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't
2: say
0: that probably um, eating ass right now <laughs> I was, there might have been some simultaneity <laughs> It's funny we both said that, I'm like, I'm uh, that. Who
2: says you can't do both? <laughs> exactly. Like why is this an either oral I'm or I'm eating acid out because of an ounce. An and, and I'm on acid. So
1: like, sixth grade that would have been like ninety four for me. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> it's twelve thirty and uh, yeah. Is it about that time? Is yeah. that what you were
0: whispering about? Yeah, we'll will have to drive me back to <laughs>
1: Hamburg I gotta, and I gotta, then go back okay. up to Niagara Falls. So all right, all right. So, so, I mean ooh. we don't
0: I mean we can we could just close it up in general like you don't i yeah, mean well. we,
2: can, we can uh we Cook can wrap it up i'm
0: uh well i've, I've got
2: this all right well, we, uh, going, can, on. we
0: can keep talking to you yeah. for a little bit yeah. right. you guys well, can see yourselves out right and yeah, like yeah. Awesome thanks is, so much for having us. Nice right. nice yeah. So. yeah thank you Absolutely. nice meeting you guys and that's an g- awesome me. t-shirt good too by the way
2: oh the uh, birthday present Oops.
0: fucking beef squash
2: goddamn bob's burgers Dude. well i'm gonna thank you guys for having us hey that was awesome that was
0: very good very cool
2: yeah really really fun Good luck with everything. I knew I was going to have fun when I listened to you guys. It sounded like a cool, like, lady. So, day. Yeah, yeah, we're, here, so. Uh, yeah, we're
0: definitely going to have a lot... I'm going to have a lot of editing, editing, if I can say the word. Dude,
2: let it all flow. It's yeah. fine. I'm yeah. good with
0: it. Just 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 put two, two hours and 37 minutes of People this. are going to love it, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out.
2: Yeah. Well, thanks. We'll listen to uh, uh, The Struggle is Real, Buffalo. If you made it this long... By the way, if anybody's listening and they made it this long um send us an email because um you get a cookie yeah i feel like you should get a cookie or actually you know what we're gonna send you uh will's beer that he didn't drink
0: okay or that or you get a lady or the tiger sticker do you guys have stickers
2: yet uh we have t-shirts
3: would you give away a a t-shirt
2: we'll give a t-shirt away for sure for the first person that messages us. okay okay uh the code word is um uh donovan Okay, so if Don you se- Donovan. Yeah, nice. yeah. So if you send one of us a message with the word Donovan, you get a free T-shirt from. For the
0: first person you. that does that. We're first not gonna, person. We're not exactly. going to give it to everyone that sends it. The first yeah. person.
2: Thank you for taming the deluge. Yeah, yeah. yeah we you ever see
3: only the strong. The what? Only the strong? No. The movie? Mm. Don- There's a Donovan character. Oh, cool, cool.
0: The... I was, I was thinking, of, I was gonna Cause, say, because T-shirts aren't free.
3: Exactly, they cost at least you know four
2: dollars. I was thinking of well, the first word I was going to say was Barabajaggle, which is a Donovan album. And then I'm like, nobody's going to fucking know that. So then I'm like, Donovan. You can spell
0: know. Donovan. I don't think you can spell <laughs>
2: Barabajabble. Yeah, we wouldn't know if people were right or wrong. But send it in. We'll hook you up. Awesome. Thanks, gents. All right. Cool. Thank you. That was awesome. Cue C- the see music. You had to move, it was for the best. We toured the place, nobody cried. The nurse's smile was warm as a sheet of ice, as hard as it was, watching your eyes go black. There's nothing next
3: to when they
2: Like I picture like an Italian grandma, like, but not too much, uh," (laughs) you know, like like pitching some salt into something.